0: Log Talk
1: Radio. But so we are making a stand and we're waking everybody up that 9-11 was an inside job. And you are the minority. You are the cowards who don't know the truth. You're the people that serve this evil system. You're the people that serve a system that hurts innocent men, women, and children. Not just Iraqis, not just Afghans, not just Africans, but the people right here in this nation. You serve a new world order that attacks and feeds on you. And I'm here to tell you that you will be defeated. Your hours are numbered we've got the energy we've got the life force all you've got is evil backing you up all you've got is greed and liking going to look at yourself in the mirror because deep down the new world order is a pot-bellied chicken necked ninny and all the armor and all the weapons are nothing you are nothing compared to good you are nothing compared to life and you will be defeated I want the individuals out there, I want free humanity to turn themselves loose, to cut the chains loose. And to use the end of that chain to slap the New World Order right upside the head. You've got the power. You want to know who's going to defeat the New World Order? It is you. You're the individuals that are going to be able to defeat this system. You're the individuals that are going to be able to take down the new world order. It doesn't matter if Ron Paul wins. It doesn't matter if they rig the election. What matters is is that we're starting to stand up. We're starting to move. We're starting to find our legs. We're starting to build our muscles. We're starting to realize that we do have power, and we can work together, and we can take action, and that the naysayers are a pack of weak liars who have never had any successes in their life, and who are upset and frustrated to see us beginning to have victory against tyranny they don't have any respect for themselves they don't have any vision and they don't have any will and they sure don't have any of the power that shines out of god's soul and energizes all life in the universe they have wed themselves to death, and they will crumble, and they will fall, and for eternity, we wed ourselves to life, and to everything good, and everything
2: that flows from it.
3: All right,
4: that's classic Alex Jones there. I just figured I'd throw that in there for everybody, you know. Uh, the few that I got here listening here tonight, I guess. So uh, I guess nobody's going to come aboard, which is kind of kind of like it in a way. You know, I kind of like to just to record the show and let the people listen to it in the download later on because then, you know, it gets away from the debate and and the stupid callers, you know, and go over the same stuff, you know, because really it's repetitious. You know, there's only a few of us out there that are going to really make a change and make a difference. Those of us that have the courage to take the time to sacrifice. I mean, how many of us out there are really sacrificing for what what we believe in and, and fighting for our republic? I mean... You know, we got the clown shows and we do our little podcast shows and we stay awake all night talking on here, gossiping and everything. But really, where's the results at? How many of us are going to go out there and sign up and go out there and put the battle gear on and, and fight on the front lines? How many? I mean, really, you know, I mean, and you got the other people who want to become politically involved and, and that's great, you know. And But they're just fighting. If you're not talking about restoring the republic. If they're not talking about standing up and ending the Federal Reserve, changing monetary policy, without money, you're not going to get anywhere. Without fixing the monetary system, you're not going to get anywhere. You can argue all day long, Republican, Democrat, you want to talk about Fannie every single night. You know, Go right ahead. You're wasting your time. You're just – because she's just the trick of the day. That's all she is. Okay? She's just a little news story that they got your mind spinning just to play games with you for tonight and maybe next week and a couple months down the road. But next year, two years from now, listen, remember three years ago? It was Russia, 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 Russia collusion, Russia collusion. Remember? And it was the talk of everybody's podcast. And everybody would trump this, Russia this, collusion this. Oh, boy, he's going to be found innocent. Yeah. And now, look, nobody even talks about it. Okay. So really, what did you achieve? Did you make our lives better? Did you were you out there doing anything? Did you make your life better? Did you build yourself a house? Do anything productive? No, you went to work in your metal coffins every day, and you and you and you call yourself a patriot. And really, you should be ashamed. You really should be. I mean, flat out. Bottom line. So we'll play this little documentary tonight. Remember this? This was back in uh, a few years back. And this is, again, we saw the rallying cry of good patriots out there that came to the aid of another patriot. These were good patriots, people that were willing to lay it all on the line. I was a little depressed about the numbers that showed up, but a good amount showed up. And and that's really all it takes is a few, a few to make a change. But, so we'll go ahead and play this one right here. And, and then everybody can complain that I'm playing a documentary because they're not calling in, so we'll play this here and uh if you want to listen good if not for those of you that want to remember and learn because if you listen to the words that are spoken and you pay attention you can learn from these types of things you can learn okay
0: what i am and i don't want to do anything more than that my family established the homestead of the virgin valley in southern nevada in 1877, and they began to run cattle. I always dreamed about being able to ranch, but the federal government has turned its eyes as modern conquerors and focused on controlling the land and the resources. We are at a dangerous time. And I'm I'm not just talking about ranchers. I'm talking about all aspects of what this nation was built on.
5: When we met Ammon Bundy, he was facing the possibility of life in prison. He had been called a hero and a criminal, a patriot and a domestic terrorist. Ammon claimed he never wanted to be anything more than a rancher. But in 2016, he led the largest armed uprising against the federal government in a generation.
2: has
6: um, ignited of armed federal officers are preparing for a showdown with the Nevada cattle ranchers under Bundy. says other cattle
2: ranchers were forced off the land, but he is refusing to leave.
5: In the fall of 2013, Ammon Bundy's family lost a decades-long legal battle with the federal government been refusing to remove their cattle from public land near Bunkerville, Nevada, and owed over a million dollars in fees and fines. For 20 years, the government had been trying to phase out ranching in Bunkerville to deal with development and environmental issues.
2: Some ranchers shut
5: down, others took buyouts, but Ammon's father, Cliven Bundy, refused. My dad said no.
0: And when they come and said, he's going to take it anyway, he said, hell no. You're not going to take away what my grandfather
7: passed down to me. He said, no. The issue with the Bundy family started more than 20 years ago.
5: Steve Ellis was a deputy director of the Bureau of Land Management, the BLM, which grants permits to ranchers to graze their cattle on public land.
7: Yeah. The U.S. government's a huge land hoard in the West. Inherently there's going to be conflicts and challenges for us in making decisions. BLM was making a change in Mr. Bundy's permit. Mr. Bundy rejected that and stopped paying his grazing fees and that started the whole thing.
8: The BLM was threatening to decrease his cattle operations to the point where there'd be nothing left. But ranchers can't just stop paying their grazing fees. Even as a form of protest, it's difficult to make the case that if you stop paying, you can still continue operating. So the only action the BLM can take at that point is to impound Bundy's cattle.
5: The Bundys declared a range war, and the BLM finally sent in armed agents to oversee the removal of the cattle.
9: Rangers and agents from
0: several federal agencies are preparing to move against rancher Cliven Bundy the BLM men came in began
2: to build their compound. It was built like a military base. And I'm going to say that. I really
0: want to be able to do
2: something if you need to do it.
5: As the BLM was impounding hundreds of the Bundy's cattle, Hammond's brother David began filming government convoys.
2: <laughs>
5: when agents ordered him to stop, he refused as his older brother Ryan tried to intervene.
10: Okay. I am going to take him with Okay, he, he's a, a grown man, he can take himself. Okay, sir? This is your first choice, sir. To leave, to leave. I'm going I'm to drag
0: you out of the car, okay, here in a second. Sir? Sir, leave now. Several men came down, threw him to the ground, and then they detained him and took him to the compound. 1508, turning camera off. Bundy, she left the area. It was that night that my dad said, well, I guess time for you to come. When I dropped down into the valley, I couldn't believe what I saw. I pulled into the protest site, and if there's like 40 or 50 people there. It was quite amazing to see the people unite. As he
5: arrived in Bunkerville, he found that ranchers from across the state had rallied to his father's defense.
11: This Bundy family, no more than just a good ranch family, That is a good example of what they've tried to do, right here. on this right here. people have finally had enough. Well, the last
8: 20 years, they've been after the good guys. Yes. Ranchers have been frustrated with the federal government for a very long time. They severely cut back the amount of time cattle can be on public lands. Ranchers are always having to look over their shoulder and wonder, when is my ranch no longer going to be viable? to be the black dancers in Clark County.
5: As the crowds grew, protestors confronted government
2: agents.
0: They spotted my Aunt Margaret to the ground.
2: And they chased me. That was all caught on video.
0: But then that video went
7: by there. And that's what more people started coming. I was very worried about the optics. I thought, wow, <laughs> this is not good. And the optics of this is going to be horrible.
0: This again. Probably because didn't drop
7: We always knew the potential they would not cooperate, but
8: we did not anticipate this large numbers of people coming in. In the past, we saw similar activities and protests. But what's different about 2014 in Bunkerville is that a bunch of people show up to support Cliven Bundy who are not ranchers at all.
5: Cliven was contacted by a militia group from Montana who asked to come to the ranch. And on Facebook, his wife Carol called for militias from across the country to come and support them. That caught the attention of Ryan Lenz at the Southern Poverty Law Center. We track
9: anti-government groups and extremist groups. We focus on both racial extremism and anti-government extremism, um, which both of which have been growing quite immensely in recent years. This image of Eamon Bundy hazard became sort of this rallying cry for anti-government extremists everywhere. I
12: don't have to explain myself because it's America. Um, The first time I heard about Bundy Ranch was when the YouTube video came out with the Bundys getting tased and uh, the ant getting tossed by the federal agent.
5: Brandon Rapola, a Marine veteran, runs a small militia in Oregon. Coming as a
12: militarized force against your citizen like this, that's when we, the people, we say, no, this is not what the Constitution stands for. And we have to remind our federal government that we are the power.
13: People are coming in from out of state now to
3: hold office of federal rangers. And many are armed. We're bringing out the latest from the Bundy Ranch where the militia has arrived in support of climate funding.
12: Within less than a 24-hour period, I got my gear ready and made an 18-hour straight drive down there. And you've had people from all over the country. And a lot of the people that I've met were prior military, were still active military and special forces and different branches. Everybody had a purpose or a reason to come, but it was all based
5: on the fact that they know somebody's being abused and something's not right. Militias from around the country descended on Bunkerville.
9: The Oath Keepers, uh, which is this group of former military and police personnel, the three percenters who believe that they are prepared to fight the federal government, uh, much like our like the colonists were against the British. And so Bunkerville becomes this sort of petri dish of anti-government extremist thought.
5: The Bureau of Land Management watched with increasing alarm as the situation escalated. We're surrounded by people with guns.
7: These hundreds of, of militia people come in here. Uh, many of them are heavily armed
5: uh, from around the country. On April 12th, the BLM said they would stop rounding up more cattle. But that wasn't enough for Cliven. He wanted all his cows back.
9: Good morning. This yeah.
2: Good morning,
9: America.
2: Five minutes am going to place
9: to ask, we're about to take this country
8: back. And let's get my cow. We're going to go
9: and take the air out of the compact cells and
2: children above the greenway. And boom, they're off
9: the Bunkerville protest
5: will be an uprising. We're taking back our county. That's
0: basically
2: what's going to happen. We're going
0: to take it back our
2: state.
5: Hammond and hundreds of protesters headed for the lot where the government had impounded the the cattle.
2: We have video
5: taken by law enforcement that day. I'm missing the one guy on the bridge. Some of it has never been shown before.
9: They were all heading for wash where the main entrance was to the pen where the BLM held this house. Control IC. Control IC. Reinforcement
12: down at the wash.
5: As the protesters converged on the cattle pen, law enforcement officers from a half dozen agencies scrambled to hold them off.
2: Behind
0: the vehicle's there. The they come with horses, you know. I want to get in back to the truck, run you f- over. They no, that's what I'm saying. Okay. We were down there. They were in stacking position with their rifles up. I want
2: you guys to be ready
0: for second wave, okay? When they call in second wave, come in. And we're I'm afraid because they're telling us that if we don't disperse, they're going to open fire. And that's what we believe that they would do.
5: But the militias were in position, too.
12: Anybody who went there was prepared for the federal government to take leave of action.
14: Long guns, right I've got two more over here that are nailed down. Silly, two or twelve long guns.
7: I was thinking of how serious the situation would become. We had a very uh, volatile situation uh, right then. Northbound lanes had rifles, which go. Go.
2: Go. go
7: northbound, the furthest bridge,
9: The government had snipers, and the militia put in place counter snipers. It was a level of tension and borderline violence. I was convinced
12: it was going to go south. it was that close. I lost Cam, We didn't get any more down here, we're going to be out, guys. The SWAT team knew these guys are out there, they're there to defend and they will whip your ass. We will die.
2: FUNCY! Come here!
5: At the head of the crowd, Ammon Fundy confronted BLM agent Stan Love, demanding he release the family's captives.
2: What's going to my mind is it, it, it's not worth it to have anybody hurt over uh, 400 cows
7: that they had a pound at that point. I told them, flop. To
2: <laughs>
5: the Bunkies and their militia supporters had led an armed standoff in defiance of court orders, and no one was arrested. They even got their counts back.
0: The Bureau Land Management was trying to screw my dad out of office ranch for 30 years now for it to unfold the way it did was absolutely
7: a miracle to us and amazing. They can gloat all they want but everyone in the home city. and I also knew
5: that uh, eventually the wheels of justice would start turning but that was not the end of it. The federal government had backed down but it would spend the next two years trying to bring the Bundys to justice. the Bundys were thrust into the national spotlight.
4: Welcome to Hannity, and this is a Fox News alert. The federal government may have surrendered in the battle against Nevada
7: rancher Cliven Bundy.
5: The discussion was as divided as the country itself.
7: law-breaking rancher named Flavin Bundy, and it has
3: literally put the Bureau of Land Management in the crosshairs of sniper rifles. Frankly, I thought there was a lack of proportionality here by the government and
13: snipers and surrounding your ranch and taking your cattle. None of them made any sense. When The standoff at
0: Bunkerville happens it is very much a local battle and a local relationship with the BLM, but because of the coverage it draws from the media, there are other people who
13: will appropriate Bundy and his cause, and make it their own, because it seems to support their larger message of out-of-control, tyrannical federal government.
3: I'm
9: worried
0: about the lies that are told to us about the IRS, about, about what happened in
8: uh, Benghazi, and, and the lies that sold care. Uh, I'm, I'm concerned that the government is overreaching here. I don't think in any way Clive and Bundy wanted to be the poster child for Sean Hannity or the far-right. I don't think he was particularly interested in any given political movement. The Bundys
5: wanted to use their new platform to talk about what mattered to them, their belief that public land should be managed locally, not by the federal government.
0: The fact is, the federal government have overstepped their bounds and
5: taken... But within days, an interview with Clavin making racist comments went viral.
10: I want to tell you one more thing I know about the Negro. Now, the open one is, are they better off as slaves, taking cotton, having family life, and doing things, or are they better off under government subsidy? Clive Bundy,
7: it
8: turns out, is a racist.
2: oh
5: Flash was immediate.
2: Conservatives to
8: the wake. that a rancher
5: Clive Bundy? Only both comments are downright racist.
0: They
5: are repugnant, they are bigoted, and it's beyond disturbing. From then on, Amazon would be the voice of the Bundy family. The people
0: have...
5: There you have it.
4: Yep, he's a racist. Yep, there they go. They, they, that's their ace card, ace and a hole card, right off the bat. They, you know, that's it. They, they did it to me. Same thing. I won. Beat the state board election. elections. Bam, I beat them. Right? They don't say nothing about it until after I win, and then bam, I'm a racist. I'm a neo-Nazi. That's it. I'm a neo-Nazi. Yep. You got the I go on Nextdoor app. I post a comment up there, and somebody says, is this the Joe Gibson that's a convicted felon? It sickens me that the state board would allow you to be on the ballot. That's what this person says. Luckily, I had about a bunch of people come to my aid there and just thrash her who are you, you know, and you know, stuff like that. So luckily I, it, the narrative it may not – maybe, you know, with the Clive and Bundy and all the – Traylon Martin and all the crap, uh, uh, the the uh, other stuff, uh, the Kyle story, you know, all these stories, maybe they'd beaten it. They'd played their ace card just one minute too many times. The bluff doesn't work anymore. We'll find out March 5th here in North Carolina for my race. Either way, I'm going to come out a winner because I'm going to tell you right now, I got it all drafted up, ready to go. Nice, good federal lawsuit against a lot of them that flat out didn't say a leg. They said I was a neo-Nazi. What? what? They have none. But anyway, this is, a, this is a perfect example right here. I like what he said that the Patriots said there uh I hopped in my car and drove 85 miles to go show him support. He didn't need gas money, Patriots. He didn't need gas money. Okay. Hopped in his car and returned to his aid. See? but it, we're not going to have a majority of the country standing up for anything. Well, it's going to be a few of us. The few of us are going to be the ones that are going to have to sacrifice like the founders to restore this republic. Everybody's marching, getting the sheriffs on board. You're not going to get all the sheriffs on board. You're not. But the few, the few are going to have to sacrifice. Going to have to sacrifice. Okay? That's what I'm doing. I'm sacrificing. Giving up my job, giving up everything to run for office here. Everything. All my money, everything. Every day. Every day. That's what I'm focusing on. Restore the republic. At the post office today, guys, postal clerk said, restore, restore our republic. Oh, wow, can't argue with that. Yeah, I said, that's my campaign. So, oh,
6: yeah, run for office, yeah.
4: You know, I started talking to him. You know? So this is what I'm saying. Let me play this one right here. I like this one right here. This is a sec- Thomas Paine here, Common Sense. This is an oldie. This is a good one.
10: Allows the nation to lose its common sense? That nation is lost, and you are allowing them to take your country away from you. Is it common sense to adore the altar of multiculturalism? Read your world history. Not one nation has survived as a multiculture. It's the uniculture that is your strength. One country, one culture, one language. Is it common sense that 84% of the people want to make English the official language of America, but your majority political party espouses insanity, ignores the people, and says no? Is it common sense that 53 countries, mostly in Africa, have declared English to be their national language and the party who declares we will unite you says, press 2 for Spanish? Is it common sense to adopt your new national religion of diversity when the very word means disunity? We founded a country on similarities, not diversities. One country, one culture, one language. You cry out for unity, but is it common sense to continue to identify yourself by your ethnicities and not your nationalism? White hyphen America, Black hyphen America, Chinese hyphen America, Hispanic hyphen American, Gay and Lesbian hyphen American, the Black Caucus, the Hispanic Caucus, the Women's Caucus. You want unity? Change your language. Isn't it time, once again, we all became just plain Americans, or is that too much common sense? This is it your new common sense now to stand up and cheer when a presidential candidate wants to hand over the health care system to that same government who has run Social Security, Medicare, Medicaid, and 12 other entitlement programs into bankruptcy. A government bureaucracy who can't run a railroad, your airport, secure your borders, or find 15 to 20 million illegal aliens. That same government that allows Islamic women to take their driver's license picture wearing a neck scarf, covering their face because it offends their belief. What's next? Allowing the Ku Klux Klan, wearing their hoods? Is it common sense to bankrupt the American treasury, fighting wars for countries whose silent majority won't fight for themselves? Your debt is now $9.4 trillion. Is it common sense to continue to give away $9 billion of taxpayer money to unfriendly countries in foreign aid, including $2 billion a year to Egypt, who votes against the United States 80% of the time in the United Nations? All this while your own inner cities crumble. Forty percent of your high school graduates can only read or write at a fourth grade level. You have to import people from China and India for your high-tech industry because you haven't got enough smart people in America. And New Orleans and the flood victims of Iowa continue to be forgotten. This is madness. Lay down your misplaced global burden and rebuild America first. You can't support the world while neglecting your own country. Are you unifying the country with common sense when both of your presidential candidates cry out, we must show compassion for the 15 to 20 million invaders from south of your border? But not one word of compassion for the overburdened American taxpayer who is forced to subsidize the invaders by paying over $250 billion of their fathering money to establish America as the welfare department of a failed, corrupt foreign country. Are you unifying your country with common sense by sending out your utility bills and your social security checks in Spanish? Legal and illegal immigrants have no incentive to learn your unifying language because you make it easy for them not to assimilate. How many of you write in big letters across that bill, English only please, and send it back? Not bending over backwards to accommodate every other culture but your own. Is it common sense to allow your activist judges to ignore your history, your culture, your declaration of independence, and every other founding document to remove God from public life and endowed by their creator with certain inalienable rights, their creator. Not the ACLU, not the will of the atheists, or the anti-Americans that stood on the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals in San Francisco. Separation of church and state, yes. Separation of God from public life, never intended by your founding fathers. Is it common sense. That a very political party who claims to be the party of the people, and shouts, we will bring change, consistently stops all common sense legislation to secure your borders, establish workplace verification, and stop taxpayer money for illegals. They call themselves progressive, global thinkers. We had another word for them in 1776. We called them traitors. This happened all once before. Two hundred and thirty-two years ago it led to revolution and thousands of dead in the street. It will happen again unless you take back America now. Join the grassroots movement of the second American Revolution, not of guns and violence, but pressure, pressure, pressure on your non-representing representatives who created these problems in the first place. This is the most important phone number in your democracy, the Congressional Switchboard. Pick up your phone every day, every hour if need be, and call your representatives and tell them in no uncertain language to listen to the silent majority or else be thrown out on their hindquarters. It's toll-free, and your taxes pay for it. Would you stand by and watch your family perish when you have the power to save them? Of course not. And why are you doing that to your own country? one 340 9281 Perhaps you allow all this destructive, uncommon sense out of a distorted notion of tolerance. Remember what Aristotle said, tolerance is the last virtue of a dying society. You are tolerating the behavior that is destroying you. This wine was once rich, highly desired, and admired. But when you dilute it with enough water, it stops being anything. Take back America now. Choose to be part of the second American Revolution. Pressure, pressure, pressure. No presidential candidate, no political party can save you now. Only an aroused citizenry will turn this uncommon sense around. He or she who does nothing now is helping them to destroy America. My name is Thomas Paine, and I approve of this message. I only hope to God you will, too. There you
4: have it, huh? Can't beat that one. You can't beat that message right there. That's the message for the books right there. Private caller, go ahead.
3: Well, I don't know where we're going with it. We've talked about it a long time. Peacefully, lawfully. I said it from the get-go. I was criticized, bad-mouthed, told I was a dumbass, a riot insinuator, Trouble stir. And now who's in trouble?
11: Well Well, this, this these
4: these people are you know, everyone wants to try to do things peacefully. I mean obviously yeah. you know, I just played I just played in the beginning here the Clive and Bundy Ranch Uprising. Uh I played right. that in the beginning. And uh you know, uh, where we know, that, way, Joe, what happened?
3: I feel I I feel the same way. I feel I didn't want trouble or anything, but at the point that I had entered into the where I had, uh, what do you want to call it, skin in the game, I realized what was going on and looking and knowing the history, where we were at, where it was headed, and how it would progress. And I didn't realize it would go so fast, but I wasn't wrong because it had gotten too far already when I came into the game four or five years years ago, you know? Oh, yeah. We were at a point where – it, it, the infiltration has already happened by all the every aspect, every you know level. You do anything in life with this stuff, and for them to actually now can they they they're to the point where they can come out and blatantly make comments, make posts, do interviews, say anything they want because they run the entire narrative and they have the people sitting in place where they can control that where before. They didn't. That's when it was peaceful, you know, because you didn't have them doing that to you right in the face. It's like somebody taunting you. That's what they're doing. They're taunting the American white males mainly. They want you dead. The whole genre oh, yeah. of this whole, yeah, it's, it's, it's insane. And and if you're not of their bloodline, which is evil, I don't care what you want to call them, whoever they want. To, if you're not with them, they want you dead. That goes for blacks, white, yeah, they want us dead or red, everybody, or women, children. It doesn't make any difference. They want your agenda. They want well, I'll be
4: honest to with make you, you – a... I'll be honest with you. A lot of the problem is with our voting. As, as I'm not trying to yeah. be, but I'm got to tell the truth. It's the women out there. A lot of the women vote for these uh these progressives. These liberal these you know, That's they right. can't stand Donald Trump. Most of the women, you know, most. I'm not saying you know all. And it's he, going to take a, a few of the he, he does. Yeah, it's going to take the minority he women out here. No, he doesn't you speak know?
3: highly of women. He doesn't speak highly of women. Yeah. You no, know, He's hitting his narrative, and then, but you know what? Overall, that was their plan. They knew that they, because they implemented, you know, the the feminine movement, the feminists coming in, and the uh, the whole the idol the idolization of the equality of man is not to be portrayed as. Women equal to men, as in a physical aspect, because you'll never be able to do the job physically. A man. That's where the equality. Now, if you want to do mentally, absolutely they should be able to do that. But when it comes to bone structure and things like that, when you talk about equality, that's where everybody goes a left and a right down they'll come to a Y in the road, and you have a diversity in. And, and equality, yeah, and, and
4: abortion, and, a, and abortion too. They they want to argue about abortion. That's the, you know that where you yeah. know a man should not have no say so at all, no say so at yeah. all. Well, well, know, when contribute. it comes to the laws so about abortion, to have an
3: abortion, doesn't a man have to contribute to that somehow or another? I would think, yeah, that is a battle, right? You know, that, that to, is, my my outlook is I'm pro life. I'm pro life 100. percent But you know what I think of it as now? I heard a couple of different speeches in the past couple of years where I actually thought. You know, these guys have a big it's a big deal to wait uh, how long how far along you go in weeks till you decide that you can do that. Well, how about this? How about inception? Look up the word inception. The beginning of life starts with a seed. That means the beginning, that's the start. Inception of that uh progress sex where you just because she's pregnant on day 5 doesn't mean she's not pregnant with life. She is. You're taking life. That's a fucking something that nobody cares about anymore. And you know what? It's gone to the fucking level, Joe, and it's sad to say that these politicians and these women and all these other libtards and idiots that think that this is the whole movement of letting all these uh, invaders into this country, that it's okay because – Everybody's supposed to be equal. Well, if it's supposed to be equal, how about giving the right to the unborn child that equality? They don't think about it. We're not, We're not by equal. no means necessary no no not at all no, that's
2: not what equal
4: means, that's not what it means in the constitution of Bill rights. They pushed it all around just like the separation of church yep. and state it's for the it's for the yep. government not to get involved with the church, not the church get not getting involved with the government uh, you know but but look, but you still have the right to worship any way you want to choose, yeah. but the bottom line is this: you know you can, you know when you take public office, you're not going to be swearing to Mohammed. You know, putting your well, hand on a Quran. Yeah, well, on, it's the Constitution, Akron, of the
3: Bible. Akron, Ohio. Bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. Because we got a Muslim mayor, brother. One hundred percent, thirty-two years old, and he's a Muslim mayor. Uh, yeah. Now, look at your
4: look at your town now. Look at your town now. It's with taxes and everything, it's,
3: it's destroyed. Yeah, it's, it's a, it's a yeah. It's Called CDD. I call it. This is one of the main cities in America that has the CDD disease, circling the brain disease. You're going
2: down. Every city, right
3: down the, every city that's controlled
4: by liberals across this country is a dump. It's a dump. Yep.
3: You know, flat
4: out. And you know, let's let spin up
3: higher off that. Let's take one. Let's go higher than that. Let's go to a, a an ongoing problem. Let's not talk about abortion. Let's not talk about. Uh, politicians, in a a sense, let's talk about what we know as a fact. The constitutional sheriffs of this country have an obligation by taking an oath to protect us people, and we put them on the highest pedestal, and we know what their powers are. And they are cucking to the federal fucking uh, establishment because of one reason. The money, the paychecks that they get, takes precedent over the oath that they swore to this country because at any time, anywhere in this country now, I've watched 15 different sheriffs in the last two days, and I probably my eyeballs, all I can see is stars, and I'm not talking good ones either. These guys, these sheriffs, these ladies, whoever took these oaths, and they have that constitutional power to stop the federal government from doing what's happening on any level in your area, haven't gone down to Texas day one when this shit started down there. We give them day one. We see it's going to happen day two. We know it's a a process. We knew it was coming because they showed the migrants coming up through the southern America. It wasn't something that happened overnight, like they fell out of an airplane. We knew they were coming. They let it happen, and they are still three goddamn years sitting on their hands and not down there stopping it. That's a problem.
2: they're that not doing nothing more than anything,
3: because I put these guys
2: well, on a
4: pedestal
3: and I talked to well, good about them,
4: but yet they're not doing shit. Hang on, hang on a second here. The, 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 the bottom line is this. Is the sheriff's also around the country, they can create, they can stop illegal immigrants from but being in their towns, in their counties, in their, yes, you know, in their cities,
11: true. you know, and, and, and they can things ship them right to and the and airports. The they're
3: sanctuary not doing city. It. Uh, uh, after the sanctuary it. city, and I went to my sheriff and I said, "What is your problem? Are you uh, what do you got blinders on? What are you at the horse track? What do you what kind of race are you running here? Because you're out front, you're right out front, and you you don't see a damn thing." I said because you're letting. I am I am to understand a federal law in this country as far as what should be upheld by all states should follow it. It's got to do a lot with your borders and in your, your, uh, your invasions, your illegals, we, that's where the federal should step in and say, hey, if the state can't control an invasion, then that's what it is. It's an invasion. That's a foreign entity in our land that we can't control. as a state that we have to have federal help. Not sanctuary goddamn cities that promote it, provoke it, and permit it. They actually say when you sanctuary city is against federal law, because it does everything what you see at the southern border going on right here how can you how can a city inside the, the united federal States, government or, the federal government the job is
4: is to, what the federal government's job is is to regulate interstate and foreign commerce and they yeah. can declare war and they set their tax taxes which is congress does yeah. spending you know spending you know and then yeah. and secure our borders you know and they're, right. you know right. so
3: that that's what their their jobs
4: are. Okay, that's you so have states
3: state are. like mine, how can my state, or how can New York or how are any of the, I don't even know how many sanctuary cities there are anymore, but how can these states declare sanctuary cities like that to invite the problem that the federal government is supposed to stop outside of our, our let's call it our very outside border, you know the outline of the United States as a, as a whole? That's where it should stop at, but it doesn't they let them in and then you have your state officials, your elected politicians and your sheriff now that are pissing me off more than anything that say it's okay come on in well hang it's on you. Uh, hang Why? on because hang the on the federal government's going to give them money
4: all right hang on this is hang on the United States is a constitution based federal system Uh, Meaning powers distributed between a national federal government and local state governments. Although the Supremacy Clause states that the Constitution, federal laws, and treaties are the supreme law of the land, according to the Supreme Court, it is clear that the Constitution created a federal government of limited powers. The Supreme Court has noted that every law enacted by Congress must be based on one or more of its powers enumerated in the Constitution. These limited powers are set forth as what are termed enumerated powers in Article I section 8 of the constitution these enumerated powers include among other things the power to levy taxes regulate commerce establish a uniform law of naturalization establish federal courts subordinate to the supreme court establish and maintain a military and declare war that's what their job is nothing else nothing else that's, right.
3: that's it and why has period Manhattan, why can the state over, why can my city of Akron, these fucking degenerates that sit down on the city council and have no interaction with the people amongst us, I, which blows my mind because they haven't had that carjacking or an incident, a violent incident with these people that they want to come to this city when the federal government says – no, or are supposed to say, no, you can't have that, and it goes on? How does, how does that happen? You know how it happens? It I happens it because out. the people are asleep. Because you got because somebody people like Mayorkas. That's why. You know how it happens, Joe? It happens because people like Mayorkas get elected. You've got too many foreign people that aren't from this country that have no skin in the game as far as family or tradition to understand the fact that what we have is something special. That's why everybody wants to come here, but yet they're going to shit on it because they want to think that they want everybody to have that ability? We are only so big and can take so many. You can't put two gallons in a gallon jug. That's all there is to it. And you can't put.
4: Let me ask. Let me ask this question. Hang on. Let me ask this question. Sally, I see you in the chat room. I know you didn't do a show last night because Blog Talk Radio was down. So if you want to call in and maybe talk a. Hang on. If you want (laughs) to call call in and maybe talk a few points uh, that you maybe wanted to get across last night on your show, you're more than welcome to. Um, You know, take a few minutes and do that. Uh, because I know you, you know your show is important to uh, the things that we talk about a lot. So, you know, if you Absolutely. want to call in, I'm more than happy to give you as much time as possible. Uh, you know, it's just important, you know, in case you had some message that you wanted to, you know, get across. That because I know that pisses me off, man. Block talk radio when it gets down, when it goes yeah. down like that. You know,
3: especially when we have a mean, it's, it's, like we have. You know, like yeah. going on, we especially want to talk it. especially maybe running elections. election. Out. Hey, exactly. So I was just gonna say, hey, getting closer to election time, let's let's plan on everybody that has anything to do with blog talk, plan on your shit just getting unplugged whenever they decide to, because if it's gonna have any type of effect yeah. or have any type of uh benefit to give the, the people some knowledge on what's going on to better the situation, you're gonna be shit out of luck if they're gonna pull the plug on you. Yeah, or if you had a guest, you
4: know, if you had a scheduled guest or something, I, that's happened to me a couple times where I've had a, a, a guest that an important guest, you know, and, and, and bam. It. You
3: gave them the heads <laughs> up, and you got a schedule. <laughs>
15: yeah, you know. So now you're basically you'll have to have
3: Their moderators will have to sit in and listen to every show live. So if you don't put out who you're going to have for the guest, it's a guest, it's a who's who, who knows what, you know. Maybe amongst the community you might hear, but unless you run in the show and you don't broadcast it and give them that uh, calendar that you have of events coming up or speakers, and, unless they sit and moderate it live, maybe that's the only way you'll get it across. But then they'll sit well, live. Well, the these people in the government, these people – these people in the government
4: are arrogant. They're dismissive. They're rude. I was speaking to somebody from the government today, from the uh, Medicaid office, actually, and you know, I was trying to get some information from from you know, and I'm in Rockingham County, and this person was in Guilford County, and you've got to call Rockingham County. I said, listen, that's not why. I, listen, it's not about me. I'm calling to get some information because you want to know why? Because the state passed a huge bill this past the legislation, uh, well, you know, regulating Medicaid, they did Medicaid expansion. So now what they've done is they screwed it up. They've given every everybody insurance that nobody accepts you know and and and, and right. they cut all you know that and that's what the
3: backwards government does
4: you know yeah. it's ridiculous
3: and then you're you're the city to suffer you know your city's going to suffer because whoever accepts that how they're doing it they're going to run out of money faster than hell than they know what to do with because they got to pay for it now they have to pay for where well, we're going to have probably close to 20 million illegals that they're going to give this to as well you're you're over you're blowing up a system. You're trying to give everything away for free to people who don't even deserve to be here because they're illegal, number one. Number two, you've got your own homeless veterans. You've got everybody in America that's sick or whatever that needs help that could use that help. Don't give it to them. And then ship all the money all over the country, all out of the country to everybody else that's going to war. It's got the same problems we got, but we, I, don't, I think you would want to take care of our own country first. But they don't care about that. They don't give a shit because all they're thinking about is, if they don't spend the money that the government gives them now, they can't get it next year. So you got to spend it. You got to change the thing. You got to accommodate. Well, it's the accommodation well, right here in this city? It's crazy because now you're going to have. We lost this company called AMR, American Medical Response, and they were in charge of all the ambulances. Okay, so the, a private entity came in and basically ran the two side-by-side cities. And we didn't have an actual, I mean, we have some at the fire departments, but not like normal cities have. You know, you see the sh- city of Chicago has probably 500 ambulances. city of Akron probably had four. Now we don't have enough ambulances because this company decides to pull the plug on their shit show here. They're tired of their democratic crap. They leave. Now the people that have the problem, like you're saying with Medicare or whatever, anybody that needs help medically doesn't get it. Add to the fact. You have an influx, an infestation of invaders that are clogging up the system because they're coming here sick or with disease, whatever else they got, pregnancies. And you they, you got a, your grandmother. You Let's say I'm having a heart attack. Right? I might have a heart attack on this phone call because I'm so worked up. I try to call 911. The son of a bitch can't come get me because there ain't an ambulance to do it.
11: Or
2: it's jammed up with some
3: Mexican or whoever, an invader. It's insanity in this country. And we've let this – we've been too passive, going back to the very, very beginning of our conversation, where we let it go, we let it go, we got to try and do it this way, this way, this way. Man, that's all they've been begging for is us to just keep prolonging what's going on. And I believe that's happened with this presidential situation where they put Trump in to get everybody aggravated to see who's who, where they got to concentrate on areas, and then put, put Mr. Potato Head in to another – prolong it out so that they can destroy the places that they need in Ukraine and Gaza, the beginning of where all these people, these sick, brick cultists are from, that part of the world. They're leveling it to build the new temple of Jerusalem. It's going to be the new Jerusalem. That's where they're going to run this one world government, one world religion, one world bank out of. They put it in a blueprint. They wrote it down over, I think it's 900 years ago in the Talmud. It's in there, the Prodigals of the Elders of Zion. It's there. If you think I'm bullshitting you, look it up, do the research and if you after you sit down well, and listen to out, this, listen to this. It's in it, a buy- plan. Yeah, I know I know about the New
4: World Order and his plan, but what I'm trying to say is that the destruction of America, we can pull back. We it's going to take like I said in the beginning of the podcast. The few of us, we're not going to get large numbers. Like that guy said for the no. Bundy ranch. He said I got in my car and I drove 85 miles because the man needed my help. you know, but he you know, he didn't need gas money people. He didn't need a, he didn't need help. He went to the Patriots Aid you know, and, and that's what we need. We cannot have people being singled out
3: and, and taken,
4: taken. We just that's can't. The
3: problem. Uh, everybody's scared, you know? you know, Everybody's they're scared. That's that's the the number two thing other than propaganda. The control is the scare tactic. Because once you control the propaganda, you put that scare tactic in. Where if you do go help that patriot, or you step up like we are, like I am, because now I am a labeled, known for a fact. Domestic terrorist labeled anti-Semitic because I am anti-Zionist. That's the problem. And when they put that label on me now that I have it, I'm going to proudly fucking wear it. And if you don't like it, kiss my whole ass. Because I believe in moral (laughs) dignity, and you don't even need the Bible. You don't even need 50 million laws. You should have the decency as a person, as a human being, to respect your neighbor, not try to screw his wife. His kid, speaking of respecting, hang on, respecting,
4: respect hang on, respecting, respecting, able to try to watch our language here. Because we got people, you know, know there's I children know, that know, are I listening, there's children and, and women listening, you know. I mean, I'm saying, you know, I'm just saying, you know, slips and people, okay. you conversation. But some people have got to say it over and over, and you know, it's like, yeah, you know, and then people are complaining or emailing me. Joe, Joe, I'm not going to yeah, listen to that.
3: Which, you know, mad, I understand though. that's their you know. I'm anti-Semitic now, so I have a label. And through propaganda, this media has portrayed what can happen to you because if you, if you look at anything that's going on with this, that agenda, when you raise up and say something against the narrative, whenever you speak out against something and they control you and they, and they shut you down or they, they criticize you, if you can't criticize those people – they're the problem. You're over the Well,
4: target. look at the Bundy Ranch. You they know. called them a racist. They called them a racist. Exactly. Bundy, they called them a That's the first yeah. thing they did. They did the same thing with me. I'm a racist. I'm a neo-Nazi. <laughs> look as soon at as I beat them? Who I beat them? Waco. Look
3: at Waco. Yep.
4: Yeah. You know, it's,
3: it's crazy. You know, you and that's what they do. Over all the world, the whole world, Joe. It's just not us. In America, look what's going on where anybody that's opposed, anybody that's opposed this America – which I like to call now the the paramilitary group of the Israeli state. That's what America has been since 1948. That's exactly what I think. It's been, I would like to
4: say it's more or less. I'd like to say it's more or less of the United Nations and the uh, well, and, 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 and the and, and the system.
3: We're just, yeah. we're, just a, a brand, we're just their black ops. We're the ones that have the money because we're the people that fund it. They, they figure we're, we're dumb enough to pay taxes and support and build up this military industrial complex where that they, as controllers with the propaganda, can, can say, okay, you've got to feed them this, feed them that. And they get the people believing it. Oh, we've got to go to war here. We've got to go to war there. And every single time somebody's opposed either the monetary uh, the structure that they, that they run, that they can have complete control over, they die. How do they die? Because they say, hey, we need to – you've got to kill them. you have got to have a war there. You've got to go to Iraq. You've got to go to Cuba. You've got to go to Bay of Pigs. You, you want to talk – got to have World War II. We've got to kill Hitler. got to kill Saddam Hussein. You've got to kill Bin Laden. Anybody that ever rises up against the, the currency that these people run have gone to war, and every single war that America has been involved in has been bullshit, and it's been an absolute farce that we should have never had people over there dying and fighting because in all actuality threat to us. It's not it's, it's well, a anybody, let, me, let me
4: tell everybody let me tell everybody six five seven three 8, three zero six one six. if you want you can call in anonymous if you want to, press one on your keypad, on your phone if you want to be connected live on screen, on so You don't have to give your name. You can remain anonymous like I said. I know some people out there, you know. Especially with the media, the way they've been attacking me. Some people are scared to call in, you know, because, you know, they don't want to be associated with uh, Joe Gibson, the, the neo Nazi, which <laughs> I'm right. not that's a neo Nazi. Right. I'm that's not. I've default. never been to one rally in my life, you
3: know. I mean, that's all been I don't, I, You
4: know, nonsense. It's all nonsense. Stay
3: tuned, everybody. Just listen. Joe Gibson's going to have a couple of videos coming out that's going to show some, some real evidence of him being debunked on that, that platform that these people want to. It's exactly what we're talking about right now, that exact platform where they can push a narrative because they have the ability to do so. Two, when you speak out against the people that are evil, they are going to put you in a place where you – Everybody's to be scared of. I'm not scared. Neither is yeah. Bill Gibson. You guys are Well, you now. know, and the thing is, though, 65. the weeks
4: prior, though, I stuck up. You know me. I stuck up for Israel and Gaza. You know, I, mean, I was arguing with people on here. I was sticking up for them. And then they got the nerve to call me anti-Semitic and, 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 a, and a Nazi. I mean, I, yeah. I mean, I was arguing with everybody on this. And, and, you know, and now I'm really kind of like against it now because, uh, you know, they're just slaughtering those people over there. I mean, you know, that's you know, ridiculous. You know, the you kind know, of really, is enough.
3: I really. I really, really looked into this in the last two months how where you know where did this all come from? because let me tell you something there was no Israel prior to forty eight i don't care what anybody says. You can go back through the bible i have I have the receipts, but I will tell you this the pro, the thing is, if you look at the actual location of that area, there's two places in the uh eastern part of the world, the Europe you know they call the bread baskets of other things. Ukraine is one of them where the, the the ground is so fertile over there they could feed all of Europe with what comes out of the Ukraine. Okay, It's insane how what they did, and that is a very, very powerful – back then was powerful because they provide food. When you provide food for the masses, who controls that controls the power? That's why the struggle is going on over there, number one. Number two, where Gaza is, there is a – canal called the Suez in case people forget about that. The trade and the, the, everything that goes anywhere around that area is controlled through the Suez Canal, and that 48 moved to put that state in its position what we, that it was given to them because they they weren't there. The people that are not there are 90% European. They're not Middle Eastern descent. That's a fact. The problem with it is They're put – you take a Jewish community and you stick it smack dab in the middle of an Arab – 29 states around them, 29 states around Israel that are Muslim. Who in their right mind puts – the guy that made the dartboard would have said, well, you don't want to put the thing that you would hit the most, the most important, right in the middle. Well, they did, and now that's why you have so much conflict
4: it's well insane, huh? I got it. Well, there's a, yeah, two, down, there's a two, two prong yeah. hang on. There's a two prong attack to that argument now. To. Because you could say you could say they're in the middle, they're surrounded by all these countries, this tiny little state of Israel, how are they able to fend off all these people?
3: You know, because they gotta have some sort they of have some, some sort of power. America back. UN back. That's the thing. That's the fear factor that they push over there because if you mess with us your camels and your your rocks and sticks aren't going to work when the jets and bullets start flying. That's been well, the way uh, it
4: hey, off the coast of <laughs> Gaza. They found they found one of the most largest natural gas deposits in the, in the yep. world now, and Can that's going to create so. a, a conflict between Russia because Russia supplies Europe they with all their natural gas. That. So
3: they have known about that, and they have been trying to figure out a plan to actually extricate that stuff that's another reason why you see now the movement because before this we never had you know the 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 pipeline that got destroyed you know feeding into russia they think that oh yeah the, well uh, the russians blew that up themselves why would i these, think the Jesuits i think the has something to do with that that. that that the whole gas thing the whole type of the fueling of the upcoming if we're in such a global warming uh, climate crisis why is every country that's in, in this world going to war or worried about so much gas to warm everything if it's starts to, war, to warming up? That's what I want to know. you guys, they got it backwards. If it was going to be cold and we know it was going to begin to cold, everybody'd be fighting over gas folks well, on i want to i want I want
4: solutions about the economy here in america how because that's well, the I main focus know. right now we've got to I don't know we've where got we to repair the Arizona? economy.
7: What are we
3: going to do? I mean, you got to ask yourself what where are we headed as far as not the dollar bill, but the digital currency. That's the push. That's what you have to figure out because that's going to happen. That's coming. They're, they're just, it's the dollar bill is going to be something you have to basically make paper airplanes and throw it, in or start fires with because it's going to be it's going to be nothing because everything's moved digital, everything because of the technology. Now, how are we accept it, I don't know. I mean there's different – you have like the BRICS is doing their thing. You have uh, Bitcoins and stuff like that. I don't know. Actually, you know, the UN or whoever they are trying to put together their own type of – I think it's more or less like a Bitcoin. But everybody would basically just have no, no hands-on money where you do no – can do no bartering or anything amongst yourselves in your community, but yet you have to be on a card like your chipped card or your ATM card where uh, they monitor everything. They know where they know where every dime is at all times and who's spending it and well, how are finished that's what it that's so totally want. So I yeah, don't know that's, where... to,
4: that's total control that's total control
2: yeah,
4: yeah. and we're finished then at, at that point I mean there's no there's no escaping it's literally hell on earth then at that point
2: I, I mean, I mean I because
4: really they'll I mean, track us everywhere I, there's no service the under it. the ground you have to bargain with something else other than what you're going to be able right. to buy and purchase with And then what are you going to do? You You know, you're screwed.
3: Look at – we're in a terrible place with uh, the jobs and everything because we've outsourced everything that we do for this country. We've given it to every other country in the world to do where at least at some point we had some type of – like our automakers. And, you know, here in Akron, we were a big rubber industry. You know, it's all gone. Everything's gone now, so we have to. Well, that's rely what I'm saying. What can, what can we do to bring it's back black. the
4: economy today? What can we well, do to bring back our strengths today? Because the econ- we have to have a strong bartering system, and we have to yeah. have a, a production. We can't import everything if we're going to yeah, you If you know, isolate us.
3: Right? You have to be able to say, hey, we have this. If you want this, we want some of what you got. If you, We don't have that. We don't have anything to give. We don't. That's it's what I'm trying to tell um, you.
4: We don't have nothing to give.
3: Yeah. I right, So we, we got to start, start from the ground up. We got to get with the kids. The kids are the main main focus on all this. Is going to be this generation. The next five to ten years is going to be absolute hell for people because we're 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 going to be either in a transition, the struggle, or struggling with the transition that's happening beyond belief. And until that settles down, and we have that, like you're saying, until we have that base where we have some bartering power, uh. That's going to be that's the the big thing. In this well, this election that. that's There's why no this
4: election that's why this election is so very very important. This election this is what I'm trying to tell people and what I'm trying to stress right now. Is that we that maybe even the next election in 2026 20, is is just as important also. Well, yeah, the next because, yeah, yeah, because hang on because rush because if we get Trump back in there and we don't get everyone locally. Um, that's going to be able to, you know, back them up, you know, or, or we don't get, you know, a, you know, a Congress or a Senate that's controlled by the Republicans, because we have to, because you know, it's going to have probably even though I d- disagree with the two party system, we're not going to get a third party in there. Forget it, it's not going to happen. You're not going to no. get a Constitution Party in there. That's going to run, you know, it's just not going to happen, you know. No, so not. we have to go with the, and the Republicans. Thing
3: is, you know, got, If let's say Trump does win, let's say Trump gets in and everything goes swings that way. He's only got four years, but how? We've already seen what happens with the first four years he got, how much time gets tied up in all the other crap and garbage you know, that that takes away from the actual focus on what we're talking about because he's got to be tied up legally and do everything that way. But that four years ain't going to fix it. He ain't going to fix it. That's why I think that if there is two – Well, he had two years –
4: hang on. He had two years. He had two years with a Republican congress. Okay. yeah, he had. All right. And a Republican Senate. And then after that, it got split. And then so he really couldn't get anything done, really, with, uh, you know, with what he had going on there. I mean, you know, it was just constant arguing over everything.
3: Right. That goes to show you that the people that are elected have no no idea whatsoever or don't want anything to do with the benefit of the people Moving forward as a collective and doing the right thing and trying to to better themselves from yesterday because all they want to do is hold it down, suppress and make problems when it's, it's a whole. If you ask the Democrat and it's off to the side and said, "Hey, you think that's a good?" Well, thing I'll never to get a uh, Democrat calling to this show. I'll tell you that right
4: now. I'll never it's get a Democrat. To me. It, to it'll never
3: happen. I think that it's so okay to just make it bad. Or, well, I don't understand where they're. If they sit that high in their chairs in life and don't see what's going on in our communities, that how bad this is getting exactly. and how, fast, just it, how say fast it's It's evil.
4: They're evil. They're blinded by evil. They don't You'll know what they're this. doing. Their hearts and their minds have been turned over yep. to reprobate. They don't and know what they're doing.
3: History, if you look at history and you see how this has happened before, door. and it has. You know what the, the problem is that these idiots don't know. Is that the very history shows that the, when all this transpires like it is now, the very first people that are mainly affected or attacked when it sets in and it's at 100% in full motion are these same people that do this to us. Are these idiots because they're yeah. the first victims yeah. because well, we know what's coming. These, they think that they're, they're immune to it. That's not going <laughs> to affect them. And they're the first ones that well. – the, the, the collective get wiped out because they say, hey, we're not going to put – you guys aren't going to have a voice against us. Now, shut your mouth. We'll, we'll deal with these, the millions and the masses. We'll deal with them. We've got them under control. It's the ones that are right under them that are going to be the problem because they're going to say, oh, shit, we wake up. Oh, man, we've got to wake up. No, you're not going to wake up. You're going to go – you're done. You're going to the gulag. Done. Well, so it's
4: going to be it, a little bit more more uh, tedious than that. Let me. I'm going to play a little bit of this right here. A little bit. Of this guy. I played a little bit of the Clu- Bob Bundy thing. So this is the next part right here, where you have division in America, and 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 this is one of the problems we're going to have right now, uh, as we've seen it already pop up in many many different places. And uh, you know these these are the problems that we're going to. Uh, uh, face and as the division in America, we're divided and uh, how are we going to overcome that? Basically, so let me play this real quick. we got to vote for more this. Joe and then, and then press one guys. Mm-hmm.
3: we got to vote for more Joe Gibson. That's what we got to do. We got to get people like you in office that have the mentality that you do and
11: uh,
3: all right. And if, you, if, you, if, it's that,
11: if that's
5: not the case, then hey, we'll
2: that's that's
3: what the what get.
7: Dissanthus. Dissanthus. All right, let's
5: play this down. I got to go with this. the most offensive in my career. Frontline and ProPublica reporter A.C. Thompson investigate I wanted to
7: talk to you about what you were doing in Charlottesville last year. Who was behind
5: the violent rally?
3: Video
16: of you launching yourself into that crowd. You could feel how angry they were, but also how happy they were to be intimidating people like this. And it was just
5: this happy rage And uncover a network of white supremacists across America. Yeah, we think he's, serving in the Marines. Now news organization, from Publ- Tonight on Line, the film that led to a wave of prosecutions documenting hate Charlottesville.
13: I've been tracking hate crimes since the presidential campaign. And I can see that something's happening in this country. The Charlottesville rally was supposed to be about a Confederate monument, but anyone who was paying attention could see that it was about more than a single statue. It felt like a national reckoning around race was coming, and being here would help me understand it. i here to ask questions. But as the day unraveled into the chaos around me, one thing became clear. This was not a place to listen or understand. Charlottesville was a crime scene. Can you-
12: well over 100 officers from my agency,
3: uh, several hundred officers from the Virginia State Police. Uh, We were informed that the National Guard is monitoring um, this situation.
13: The day before the rally, a few reporters gathered for the police press conference. But I would begun to hear from other sources in Charlottesville.
1: Time for one more question. Steve, we're hearing uh,
16: rumors of there being another torchlight. March tonight, an unpermitted March, do you have any information about that? I've heard the same
12: rumors, but I don't have a lot of details. What have you heard? Where's that
16: going? to take
15: place. We'll Five
16: or six o'clock. Uh, at, not far from here is what, is what we've been hearing.
13: The police had heard the same rumors I had, but the university grounds were quiet, and it seemed like the march might not be happening after all, until suddenly the torches appeared. Uh, In a matter of moments, hundreds of neo-Nazis and white supremacists assembled and marched on the university. The police arrived on the scene, but watched from the sidelines as a small group of anti-racist activists were quickly surrounded. One of them, Emily Gorsensky, was streaming it from her
2: phone. <laughs>
16: I got punched. I got picked. I remember getting hit in the head. I thought it was with a torch. I stepped forward at one point, and I got shoved back. I thought I was going to die. The thing that I was thinking as the melee was happening was, I I just need to keep the camera going, you know? Um, That was the only thing that I could do. yeah, it was like 100 people beating up, like, a small group of, of, us, kind of group 15 group. people. Yeah, You could feel how angry they were, um, but also how happy they were, you know, to be doing this, to, to be intimidating people like this and this happy rage. Had you ever seen this. that displayed before? No, never in my life. They were cheering. They were running through the streets, yelling at people, and they walked away and they got away with it. They're coming in here the next day ready to do more. I thought, like, here we go. Yeah, here we go.
13: Morning after the torchlight march, I walked into town with a group of clergy. The white supremacists who had beaten people the night before were returning, and anti-fascist counter-protesters were arriving to challenge me. And 15 of melee
7: around
13: the People, white supremacists, some with their hands taped up like boxers, punched, kicked and choked people who tried to block their path, leaving them bloodied on the pavement.
16: just want to let you know there's been all kinds of crazy violence over here. Pepper spray, people feeding each other with sticks. We're trying to figure out if uh, the police are going to intervene to stop that or if it's just going to keep going on. Well,
11: we've all got different assignments to try to maintain some sort of order here. So uh, that's what we're focusing on
13: right now. Hundreds of people have shown up to protest the white supremacists. Most were nonviolent. But some, black-clad, militant anti-fascists, had come to fight. And while police looked on, the crowd grew more aggressive. The group of white supremacists formed up with shields and clubs and pushed straight into the protesters' Some of them fought back, but no one was arrested, and the violence continued to escalate. At about noon, a group of white supremacists cornered protester DeAndre Harris in a parking garage next to a police station. They beat him with poles, metal pipes, and wooden boards. did not intervene to break it up. And at 1.45, the brawling turned into something else,
2: an act of terror.
13: <laughs> a gray dodge slammed into a crowd of protesters. Twenty people were rushed to the hospital.
16: 32-year-old Heather Hire
13: was pronounced dead.
6: I always wondered, was she afraid? Did she see him coming? She was deaf in one ear, so... um, Damn it, I wasn't going to cry. She had planned on not going... But when she saw videos from Friday night, she said, I have to go. And uh, when you drive through Charlottesville now and see that peaceful little downtown, it's really, really hard to imagine. Even seeing the videos, it's surreal. Um, I get cold chills every time I'm in the parking garage and have to walk past where Dre was beat up. That's just insane. Right there by the police station. The police standing right there.
13: For you, what does justice for Heather look like?
6: I don't know. I don't know that you could ever call it justice for Heather. Nothing's going to bring Heather back. Those of us who miss her, miss her
2: forever. Forever. Her best friend
6: said, you know, it's kind of weird. I'll get to be an old man, and she'll always have been 32. You know, life goes on. I'm getting older. It's just weird. Life is very different.
1: <laughs> James
13: Alex Fields is the person who's been prosecuted for Heather's murder. In your is you he the only person who should be held accountable?
6: No. For people from thirty five states to come in to fight, that's absolutely absurd.
0: You had a group on one side that was bad and you had a group on the other side that was also very violent. Nobody wants
11: to say that, but I'll say it right now. We condemn in the strongest possible terms this egregious display of hatred, bigotry, and violence on many sides, on many sides. It was really something else to see. This news conference bill encapsulated the president's thinking, his reasoning, and frankly his frustration over the events that took place over the weekend in Charlottesville. He defended his initial comments and said there is plenty of blame to go around on both sides. Specifically, he mentioned what he called the alt-left. Excuse me. What about the old left that came charging at the, as you say, the old right? Do they have any
13: semblance of guilt? Today, David Duke, the former Grand Wizard of the KKK,
6: tweeted this. Grateful to the president for his words today. Thank you, President Trump, for your honesty and courage to tell the truth about Charlottesville and condemn the leftist terrorists in Black Lives Matter, at Clash Here in Charlottesville, one white nationalist told us the president has helped them.
3: He's opened up a door. His movement
16: has opened up a door. So it's up to us to take the initiative.
13: President Trump's comments.:
4: All right, there you go. And that can, and there's the media feeding the division. And Trump was actually right when he said, made those statements. I mean there was both sides there creating civil unrest and violence. I mean, the video is evidence. See, imagine if there was no video. Imagine if this was a hundred years ago, and there was no video. You know what 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 would happen? I mean, you know, it'd be it'd be a mayhem. You know, it'd be, I mean, it's, it's just again, that's why video is so very very important.
13: Um, so why we why it in is the it beginning.
3: time? Why is ahead, every time that there's a protest that there's a protest that it's always? the right that initiates or is the uh, not the victim by any means, or the, they are the aggressor? Why is it always the right? I don't care if it's, they're saying it's white supremacists. I don't care if they're saying it's uh Republicans. I don't care if they're saying it's white people. If anybody's involved or a Trump uh, supporter, they are already labeled through the propaganda in the media. You are going to be the aggressor. You are the problem, and you are the, – the main reason it's all happening, it started because of you protesting. Boy, were we there to protest, right? Black Lives Matter yeah. shows up, burns down half the country. Billions and billions of dollars targeting cops, shooting cops, but nobody says a damn thing, and half of them are not even in jail, if not even – more than half probably aren't. And it's Well, okay. that's what
4: – when Trump's elected, I already have heard – there's a grapevine, and that's what people are preparing for, protests, and, and they're going to spark out of control. What's going to happen is another sh- shooting or a police officer is going to shoot somebody who's going to be uh, Hispanic or black. And, you know, it's bound to happen throughout President Trump's term. And as soon as it oh. does, no matter what the situation, that those cops are murderers, and that's all that's to it, you know, and that's what's going to well, happen.
3: Hey. Let's let let's let twenty more million illegals in here that are of that descent or of another uh unwanted well, and then yeah. make them and then just make it that much easier to have that agenda to happen.
4: Well, it's gonna be if worse this time off because we have <laughs> twenty million more illegal people in this country that hate America. These people crossing the border do not love America. Well, they're not patriotic. Well, they don't know. come over here and kiss the flag. They come over here and kiss the dollar <laughs> bills. Okay? <laughs> they're, they're not the kissing same the ones flag or they're wanting they're to be patriots. Stamping on it.
3: Yeah, they were the ones walking yeah. on the flag and burning it. <laughs> no, I'm not going to say I'm that gonna... about all
4: the, uh, Mexicans no. and uh, people. Not all no. of them hate America, no. okay? So don't no, take let, my statements, statements and, listen, and run, run with yeah.
3: it. There, here, Let me clear that up for you. Let's be very, very clear on this. We support, and I think I speak on behalf of Joe and, my, well, I and myself, we support the the right way to do this. You come to this country legally and you go through the system because what's happening now is – a complete – it's a breakdown of the system where we have in place international law. You know, when you apply for asylum, you are supposed to go to the very first country that you, closest to you that is not an opposing threat to you. That doesn't mean you can come from Venezuela. Whoops. Bumble. Man down. What happened?
11: I'm, I'm all right. I'm all right. He's getting up. He's getting up.
3: But well, you can't you come from out?
11: Venezuela. No, I felt my,
3: I, I tripped over my drum, one of my drum stands.
2: Oh <laughs> um, well. But you can't come from Venezuela. I wonder what the heck you are talking you about. Country,
3: yeah, no, you're supposed to, uh, you're supposed to go to the the nearest country that's unopposed to you, and seek asylum. Not get in on a yeah, boat or a, or a plane or swim or an inner tube and come wherever and just think destination America is what it is. And that is what Joe Biden has blatantly. Broadcast, and if you watch some of the interviews on uh, alternative media of these the migrants and invaders, no, some of them aren't bad. Some of them want you to come and work and do that, but that's some. That, that Let's just call it 50-50, and I'm, getting, I'm being more It should be all of generous. them. It should be
13: all that's of right. them.
3: That's right.
4: All of them. When you go to another country and you're trying to be a citizen of that country, you embrace that country's heritage. You embrace that country's history. And you become and you assimilate to that that society. That's right. You know, and you you don't talk down to it. They will not assimilate. You don't trash talk it. You don't trash talk it and and commit crime. First of all, you're coming over here illegally anyway. You're breaking the darn wall right off the bat.
3: You know, so I mean. (laughs) Your first name that you give them, illegal. And it is illegal. I mean, they are not permitted to be here. Everybody just walks over that, forgets that was even said. But here, let's go. This take that that narrative right there, and let's spin it, spin the wheel.
4: What absurd around and around and around. to me? What's absurd to me is the fact that they're getting free credit cards, free travel guidance, free travel uh, uh, passes. They're getting transportation to anywhere they want in the country. They're being set up in hotels. They're kicking veterans mm-hmm. out of hotels the programs are being eliminated across the board in other places around the country to help these e- uh illegal immigrants out this is a wrong uh, precedent to set this is what this is what fuels the video that i just played that's what fuels stuff like that and it fuels anger and resentment, and and people take their feelings and they uh, portray them in the wrong way towards those people because of, of of them taking advantage of that. Which which look, if the government's going to give it to them, I mean, you got to be an idiot not to take it. You know, I mean, or, uh, that's how right. I see it. <laughs> that's <laughs> I mean, exactly
3: right. That's where my problem is with the sanctuary cities that broadcast that crap that they do, because now you have several different states that are claimed to be sanctuary, and they have such an influx, and it's overpopulation now. So what do they do? In the beginning of October during high school football season, it starts with they actually stop the football program in several different school districts and set up tent cities for the migrants. So you've canceled now the children of taxpaying citizens of the United States of America. You stop their children from being able to Playing sports in their own schools because Where that you want to be at? sanctioned. That? that happened in Chicago and in New York both. Then oh the population continues to grow as more come across. Now they, they it's getting cold out. They're not familiar with northern cold climate. They don't believe in climate change. Trust me, that ain't a crisis. They want it to get warm coming up here. That's a fact. Now take them yep. off the football field. Cancel school. That's right. Cancel school for your child. So the working parents have to stay home or figure out who's going to babysit the kids or stay home with them during the day because the migrants have now been moved from the football field into the school where the school has made a sanctuary for these illegals. I am not kidding. Mm
2: -hmm.
3: Look it up. Google it, people. And the worst part is I just listened to a... I won't even say what city because I'm going to let people find out for themselves. The police department actually accepted... The people that are coming across illegally that are posting up as homeless in their own city, I might as well say it, San Francisco, California, just a place, that, uh, uh, a third-world country in its own mind because if you're out there, you're a fool. They are letting these are doing? in the police department sleep overnight. They post a note up on the door in Spanish. They have to be out of there by 7 in the morning through the business day for the public not to see, and then can come back in the evening. I swear to God to you, on my mother's no, grave, that is a fact, and that no. is where we're at. Come on in. That's disgusting. We'll, we'll displace our own children for you, because what have you done for us lately?
4: Uh, you
11: American Statesman, are you out
3: there? You want to, uh, uh, Again, I, like I said,
8: you
4: missed your show. Hang on. You missed your show last night. American Statesman, I, uh, I know you uh, your show got canceled because of Blog Talk Radio. If you want to – I don't know, like I said, if you had something you want to bring up to your uh, listeners or, or my listeners, uh, a message that you had that last night. I you know, like I call, said, anybody, for that matter, if they missed their podcast show, yeah. please, uh, you can call in, and uh, uh, I'll give you everybody the floor for you know, whatever What's amount done? of time you want. Uh, well, I'll give everybody you the floor for any – hang on, hang on, hang on. I'll give you the floor for any amount of time you want. Uh, let's see, I think uh, – uh, who missed their show last night? Let me see, uh, uh Monday, I forget. Uh I know Sally missed Monday? her show, so um yeah. but uh, uh let's see, um I forget who else missed their show. Anyway anyway, six five seven, three eight three, zero six one six, press one and I will get you on and uh, uh get you on the podcast here live. And uh, anybody else, for that matter, anybody else that wants to uh, chip into the conversation here tonight, the phone is open. It's open phones on Tuesday night. It's open phones. So uh, anybody's welcome to chip in. I I don't understand. My my
3: call-ins have dropped tremendously since uh, –
4: That's what I wanted to ask you
3: about. When you (laughs) said the fog talk went down last night. Now, I know yours – when I try to click on it, I specifically go to, like, the ones I – let's say the ones I follow. Are the other ones up and running by chance? Does anybody know?
4: I, I don't know. Oh, I don't know. That's yeah. I, yeah, know. I, I know, know. mine I, works. <laughs> that's all I can tell you. I mean, oh, I don't know. Yeah. Um, the 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 like I said, my listenership has, has over the last two months has actually dropped because of all well, the technical uh, problems Blog has had. I mean, I've, I've my calls hey, have hey, dropping. That's the
3: scapegoat, half. Joe. That's the scapegoat of the shadow banning, where the, if you have the platform, like we were saying earlier. As soon as you get over the target and you raise up some kind of controversy that's going to oppose those people, they're going to shut it down. Yeah. They're going to try and do whatever. They're not going to just shut it well, down. Let me down. bring on. To very difficult.
4: Yeah, let me bring on 407 real quick, and then i got a private caller. 407, glad you first. Hey,
14: uh, Joe, this is Nathan
4: in Orlando.
14: Oh, Nathan, you, said how you, doing? you asked pretty good. You asked earlier um, in the show. What can we do to turn the economy down? I think one thing yeah, we, need do solution, every, okay, we need to do is ask every Republican and Democrat that's been in office since 1992 why they did not yell against Executive Order 12803 that gave our sovereignty and our economy away.
4: What's it do? I'm not familiar with that executive order. Can you explain it to me?
14: Executive Order 12803, George H. Daddy Bush wrote an executive order that allows other countries to buy up our infrastructure. Not, not other people in other countries, but other countries buy up our infrastructure, which means you can be driving down the interstate right now and be proud and say, my great-grandfather helped build this uh, highway after World War II, and then
4: find out which country owns that uh, that uh, highway. Oh, hang on a second. Let me get a pen here. I want the executive order. To say switch. I want to call the congressional switchboard here. I may do it live on this podcast, but after I get to the callers, what's the, what was the executive order again? One two
14: eight zero oh, three.
4: All right. Okay. Yeah. And, and I want I hear, to hear. I want to hear. Callers, I want to hear the show
14: you do on that.
4: Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. yeah that's good. That's a good question, and that's uh, a very good question, actually, and that's something that I will bring up when elected, too, uh, and okay. I'll I'm I'm hoping to be elected, but I, according to the polls, I'm ahead, so, <laughs> you know, we'll see what happens. You know, but well, you never I'm going to hang up and keep listening. Yeah, man. Yeah, thanks for calling in. Appreciate it, Nathan. Thank you. All right. Private caller. Private caller, you are on next. Uh, oh, darn, I just unmuted this one by accident. Sorry. Sorry, um, the call board you jumped on me. Private caller. Come on, man. What the heck is this? There we go.
11: Private caller, go ahead. You're on. Well, we're going to have to have an attitude adjustment for you guys, man, because, I mean, Mike is up there using words like illegal. Don't you know no <laughs> being is illegal? <laughs> the equity, and Besides, Sorry. Gerald Sorry. Nadler Sorry. told this all, all of us. This ain't Mike, well, well, This look. is Cave. <laughs> Look, uh, okay, well, look, General Nadler said that we need these illegal aliens to do our domestic yeah. chores and pick our crops, okay? Yeah. So you got to get ready with that. But on a yeah. serious note, look, <laughs> we talk about these rhinos all the time, and we should. They always let us down. We can count on it. Not all of them, but there's going to be enough of them to prevent anything meaningful, any meaningful reform from being done. But we got to give them credit for shooting down this border bill, which was worse than the status quo. It would have been worse to pass that damn border bill with that Ukrainian aid in it than it would have been it's to let so State of Affairs continue. So we they got to give credit that. for shoot. Huh? They tried to dupe us on that one. They tried to trick
4: us, saying it was good.
11: You know? But They did. But, but uh, it was shot down. Now, now, I, I like I said, it's not right to trust them. We should not trust them because they'll probably try to come up with a bill that is not quite so egregious. The
2: sergeant, we to the Sarge. They got to be on the lookout
4: They got the foreign spending passed. They, they, said, they said it was a border bill, and then they went ahead and pushed the damn spending bill. Well, they did it as a separate bills. bill, though. They, they did it as yeah, a separate bill.
11: But yeah, they, so but it said, wasn't yeah. like snuck away in the border bill. No, so, no. You know, I mean, it's still bad. I'm still bad. But the th- think if they'd have got the foreign aid and that bogus border bill passed. What if they got both of them? Oh, I, mean, I mean, that. like I said, that border bill was worse than the present state of affairs. If it had passed. What? It would have qualified 2 million illegal aliens a year. It would have required, required in the bill a minimum of 1,400 illegal aliens to be processed every what day at the port of entry.
4: Well, if, if we didn't get the minimum, what would they do? What, looking for people?
11: <laughs> uh, the, the law requires it.
8: I don't know oh. what to tell you.
11: It's in the bill. I don't know how That's they would have done it. <laughs> See, right oh, now, the, the state of affairs, it's so bad. It's so bad that it prompted the governor of the state of Texas to do what he's doing. And look at what's happening now. They are now reporting illegal alien encounters at Eagle Pass and, and wherever they got the razor wire up in the double digits. Just less than 100 a day now. They're going they to find no other ways to get in the, the California border, New Mexico, or Arizona. They're not That's getting right. through in Texas. Texas is shutting it down. So it's got to get, right. get
3: worse before it gets better. The problem is and, and you the, know, what, the sheriffs have got to come forward from every state and do what is right and say, stop it, stop sit. They waited three years for this one. It took three years for Abbott to get off his hands. And, I, and I'm sorry, but the sheriffs in this, the, the, the constitutional sheriffs, if they were what they swore an order to, should have been down there day two and said, no, not, not here, not, not this time. No, we're not doing it. America would have asked them, well, guaranteed.
11: Well, I'll tell you, saying better late than never, well, I don't know if that's really true in this case, because it never should have got to this point. At least something is starting to move. And, you know, if Sally wants to call in, because I think we need an antidote from all of this hate Americas and leaders who hate this country and will not put everything on the line for it, because her show yesterday was going to be about the greatest American of all time, George Washington. The only president oh, ever no. to be elected with a unanimous electoral vote. I'll give it to oh, NBA I don't care. He was the, the Cincinnatus of the United States. He no, gave up no, power sorry, to give an Joe. example to this country. He put his life sorry, on yet, the line. The he was the single most indispensable man to the revolution. There would not yes, be a United, United States that. were not for George Washington.
4: Amen to that. Well, yeah. there's supposed
3: to show you that I,
11: I, And I hate you know, to think. That 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 and her track. show yesterday, her show yesterday was going to be about yeah. George Washington. I wish she'd been able to do well, it. Why don't you go fall down a rabbit hole someplace,
4: Ashley? You jerk. All right. Anyway, uh, no, yeah, uh, that that right look, here, we know, you know what you people.
3: Guys, you guys have that platform. You well, the calendar out on who's going to be speaking or who's going to be talking, and uh, if it's going to be if it's going to be any type of controversial thing to. to to, or deter what they're doing. They're going to shut it down. They're going to try to pull the plug on it some way or another. You see it shadow banning it at its best. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Man, that's true. when you yeah,
11: when you're you right, see sorry. the you're, kind you're of right people about look when you when you see the kind of people who aspire to leadership today, like Nikki Haley, oh, <laughs> it's right to right? all. That's that, that the Super At very least, you know, I mean, look, she's like hell out no not field like a woman's going, and she's aspiring. To the same mantle as George Washington? Good God, how
3: far we have fallen.
4: Oh, I know, I know. Man. I know.
3: Hey, they want to send everybody over to war. They want everybody to go to war. They ought to try to put, hey, you know what? You're going to have to suit up and do it yourself, woman. How, how you like that? You want your equality? You want that, you want that war-mongering mon, uh, mentality? Put your helmet and your, get your vest on, bitch, because you're going to war. But your tune
2: changes. Yeah. Man, I'm,
3: what's the latest real quick? Hang on,
4: hang man, on. God, what real, what's the latest real quick on Ukraine? I know you've been following that. What's the latest on Ukraine?
11: Yeah, Avditka I, I, has fallen. Avditka <laughs> I, I has fallen. Uh, it is the most heavily fortified city in the Ukraine. In Ukraine. It's been fought Damn. over since 2014. It is a key center for the production of coke. And I don't mean cocaine. I mean the fuel derived from coal that is there, coke. And uh, it has the strategic roadway leading near up, right up to the Dnieper River, and uh, the, the, the the some of the best units in the Ukrainian army have been shattered and had have mm-hmm. retreated out of Adivka, and the Russian flag is now flying over Adivka. This is a huge, this is every bit as big a setback as Bakhmut and Mariupol combined and they said, and, that, and that, now the, reason, the official reason they are giving as why they were defeated is because they're running low on ammo. And that's a signal, of course. You know the United <laughs> States has a billion dollars more is they can get 155 and uh, uh, 180 millimeter artillery ammunition. Well, guess what? Uh, if they hadn't wasted so much of their money on corrupt activities and lying in the <laughs> yeah. pockets of the Ukrainian oligarchs, Maybe they could have bought a few more rounds of ammunition. But
2: no, that's not uh, the most little, corrupt country, country in Europe.
3: zelensky has got. Zelensky's got that nice little piece of property down in Florida. Now maybe they ought to sell that and buy some ammo. Yeah,
11: yeah, you can get it. So,
2: yeah, look, look there's a rat
11: hole they want to pour money down in. The Russians are going to cr- – they still haven't committed their strategic reserve yet. Do you it's realize that- this? The Ukrainians are hanging on by their thumbs. Yeah, They're hanging on by their fingertips, and the Russians still haven't committed their <laughs> reserves yet.
3: They can have all the bullets they want, but they don't have the the hands to put in the trigger to pull the, the fingers to do it because they're running out of bodies.
2: Yeah, they are. Yeah. I
11: mean, it's a meat grinder. It's a meat that's the way the Russians fight, man. If you let the Russians fight that way, they will grind you in a hamburger.
2: And that's yeah, what yeah. they're doing. Know. Yeah. <laughs>
11: But we're going to send right. 90 or however with, much more money you know? over there
3: because, like Asar said, that bill that just went up, you know, in order – the, 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 I think what the bartering thing they were trying to do was if we'll send some money over to Ukraine and Israel if you implement more money to put yeah. up and stopping the invasion at our southern border. Well, they talked about it and talked about it, and then uh, I hate to say – I hate to even put that guy's name in my mouth, Mitch McConnell, the, the rat-faced snake. <laughs> In there. he uh
11: here, right? they
3: didn't even put it in the bill anything for the border nothing when it, nothing was actually put on paper for them to even discuss it was talked about as a talking point, but the focus was the rhinos send more money to their that would, I'm, I, that's going to be their safe houses. That's, they're running over there. When this is all going to get ready and if something happens that these people yeah. are going to be held accountable, they're sending their money over to their new yeah, banking but, system where they're going to be hiding yeah at.
4: And, and hang on a second here. And actually, yes, I do work out there, but they, you can't go there because uh, the doors ain't wide enough for you to fit through. So you need to go to Jenny Craig or something else to go there someplace else.
7: <laughs>
4: <laughs>
11: oh, Christ. Oh, that's not nice. That's not nice. <laughs> All right, but anyway, yeah, but like you know, but man, I, but you know, it's all come, it's all crashing down for these people, and now they're celebrating this great big triumph they had over this great big lawfare triumph they had over Trump. He's got to pony up three hundred fifty-five mil in order to even appeal this decision, and uh, you know, this thing we got, and this and this god of a hard, fanatical, lunatic functionary named Letitia James who just gets up there and gloats and smirks. Hello, I mean, it's, it me. sounds like she's... It's, I mean, I, swear, I, swear, I look at this woman, I'm looking at somebody who's possessed like with a demon. And she's up there telling know, about what a, what a horrible person uh, Donald Trump is for enriching the state of New York, for providing thousands of jobs, for beautifying the skyline of New York, for having a TV show that people enjoyed. All of these things are you know, about Donald Trump. He, all of them, I'm supposed to believe he's like, I don't know, the, uh, what you call it, what's that guy in 1984, the goldsmith or whatever? The one you're supposed to have oh. three-minute ate for. Her. And I'm looking around and nobody's buying it. But in, in her little self-satisfied lunatic echo chamber, she thinks people are responding to her like she did something important. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it's crazy. And the woman, the woman campaigned on getting one individual, when she wasn't even the attorney general, accusing him of crimes that she couldn't possibly know about because she didn't have access to the investigative tool that the attorney general's office has, and she didn't find anything illegal after she had access to the investigative tool. This is the first time in the history of of the New York State where an individual was convicted of fraud with no victim, with no damages, with everybody getting on the witness stand saying, hey, we were happy to do business with Donald Trump, and we'd like to do business with him again. And then Kathy Hochul let the cat out of the bag. Did you hear what she said? Kathy Hochul said, don't worry, businessmen, you don't have to flee New York. We were only going after Trump. It was his conviction. No way. She's telling everybody he for Christ's sake. say things. that. It was selective prosecution. You can't. That She just convicted herself right there. That's a mistrial. Well, no, well wait, oh, wait, wait, so, wait, wait, Joe. we got to qualify that. Joe, Joe, we got to qualify that, and this is why. Because she can all, look, they can always say, Kathy Ockel is the governor of the state of New York. She's giving her opinion. She doesn't speak for the attorney general's office or the courtroom of Judge Enjeron, Okay, so that's what it is. But look, I know she's telling the truth. We all know it was selective prosecution. We know it. Wow. They did do it to only go after Trump, although now that they've set the precedent, they can use it against anybody. They're lying when they say they'll never use it against anyone else. All you got to do is run afoul of them, and they'll be happy to give you the Trump treatment. All right, time
3: out, okay. guys.
17: What would, what would really be a slap in the face to them all, you know, Don, Donald has to come up with so much of that bail money, or, uh, you know, to appeal, you know, put it on bonds. Wouldn't it be just a slap in the face to him if the banks that they claimed he defrauded all lent him the money to pay for the bond?
3: They're going
11: to.
17: Do
3: <laughs> the the you think the Jewish they'd be willing to do that? His, his cabinet, everybody that's in his cabinet or his looks, you look at the funding that got him out of the bankruptcy, 100% are going to bail him out. Whoa. It's coming.
11: Do you really think they'd be willing to go up against this creature and the attorney with the power the attorney general's office to just get whoever she wants to get and nobody will rein her in? I don't know about that. They might, she might, they might be intimidated. I don't know.
3: Uh, I don't yep. think they, they have Well because she's I abusing can, her I office can, can, for God's sake.
11: Yeah. I can no, tell you that. I mean this has got to him. be one of the worst abuses of the attorney general the authority can, of the attorney general's of office in the history of New York State. I can yeah.
17: I can I can tell you if Donald Trump wins his appeal on this, you know, at the appellate level. I would be very, very, very disappointed in him if he did not turn around and sue Letitia James, the judge, and the state of
4: New York
2: for defamation of They're
4: immune. They're immune. They're immune. But the, judge no, is, the ladies, By the way, they're not they're a, let, a, let us not forget they
11: they that Letitia James, Question the legitimacy of the 2000 election when she said Donald Trump was an illegitimate president. Maybe we ought to indict her for that. What do you think?
7: I'm all
5: for it.
3: So am I. I don't think Trump's going to go after anybody. I think he's, I, I, I uh, hang on. he's part of the problem. He's part of the problem because, sure, he did everything good. But how fulfilled on many promises for this country. But the problem was, my main thing was when he said he was going to lock up Hillary Clinton. He didn't even make an attempt, not any attempt whatsoever, to go after yeah, I know. that that criminal murder. That's a dead issue.
4: That's a dead issue, boy. It's not a
3: dead issue because the it judge... is an issue because they're not, they're all together. That's why it don't happen.
4: No, it's a dead issue right now. Uh, hey, boy, it's immune. The judge, yeah. is, immune. <laughs> the the judge, judge. is immune. You cannot do the judge. is you immune? You judge is immune? judge is immune? Immune, immune, immune from prosecution. Immune, immunity has immunity.
17: He can't sue the judge.
4: Even, 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 even when, even
17: when he found Trump guilty before the trial, even showed up. Well, that's what Letitia James said.
11: Letitia
2: James said
11: that he found Trump guilty before the trial even started. Was she
3: lying? No. Are they immune yeah. as possible? Yeah, criminally? Or about civilly? Can they be can they be charged civilly and then bankrupt? The judge
17: the judge the judge himself even said that Trump was guilty before the the trial even
4: started. You'll never win You'll never win The case won't have no standing You'll say no standing You'll, you'll be lack of standing Case dismissed right off the bat Summary judgment wait no, wait we'll,
3: a, I, never I, make, we'll just be I'll, talking I'll, about it 10 years from now Because they still haven't done nothing about it It'll be the same thing They just draw it out Because they think we're going to forget about it Just like we've forgotten about Hillary Clinton
11: no, Wait a minute How can, yeah. I, how can a, 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 a liable defendant Not have standing to contest something constitutionally I mean, he's Do convicted. He was found liable. Not convicted, but he was found liable. So he's got to have a standing it. if there's a constitutional issue for the to appeal.
3: Do we have a constitution now that the <laughs> country's filed bankruptcy? Well, well that's, judges that's the cannot cannot be be Okay, you got me there.
11: You got me there. I don't know. You that's got me there. Question. I don't know if we really have a constitution anymore.
3: You're right. right. I don't know. But I don't judges, know if we have one. It's crazy. Guys, judges cannot be sued. Ugh, guys, guys time you, out. Uh, uh, uh,
4: Judges cannot be sued. They're immune from that. They 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 accept they they they, yeah. they 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 can't not be. I don't know how else to say it. They just cannot be sued. You'll never get. That won't even be filed. It's the a mighty it.
11: bar to get a judge. It's really high. Yeah. It's really high to get a judge. Now you can impeach you them. You have to get
4: them
2: on violent But of office. Uh, it's
11: really kind of hard. Yeah. If, if, it's Remotely within the scope of their duties, man, they pretty much got immunity.
4: I forgot the name of the okay, place wait, that you wait, got I to write, a sense. judicial something, so, uh for them.
3: So you can't – if you can impeach them, like let's say Mayorkas, for example. Mayorkas gets impeached. Now, is he going to – is he under the same uh, – I guess would be the statutes or whatever, the, the, the laws that would say that they can't be prosecuted because they're immune – now he doesn't face any criminal charges because he falls under the Oh, no, no, prison? no, no. That,
11: that, that, they only apply that to the president because, see, the executive branch is personified in one individual. Well, two, if you wait, want to count wait, the wait, vice wait, president. Wait, wait, That's wait, the wait, reason wait, they do wait, that. Wait, wait. I mean, a cabinet official ain't that.
7: Okay.
17: Wait. Good boy. Wait.
11: Go even, even a
17: president can be criminally charged and taken to court.
3: After an impeachment, after an impeachment, after he's found guilty of an impeachment, or what he was impeached for. Yeah, after removal from he, office, then he
17: can be taken. Then he can be taken to trial.
3: Mm-hmm.
17: Right, right. And then you have to, yeah.
3: Okay, that, that makes sense. That should be, yeah. So, impeach her.
17: Maiorkis is Mayorkas was has been impeached. If right. he gets impeached, if if it goes all the way through the Senate and Maiorkis gets thrown out of office. Mm-hmm. Yes, they can take him into court. I uh, can't find me. it. I
4: never can Samuel find Hillis shit, down. man, whenever I oh, freaking need well, 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 just The, just the Justice
11: Department has never said that applies to cabinet officials anyway. They've only said that applies to president, not the cabinet official.
4: Uh, I, I can never find it, man. He's I forgot just the name of the, the Freaking thing that you got to find. There's a place that you can go after. I wanted to say it anyway, so I want people to know about it. There's a place that you could go to file for reviews on judges, and I forgot the freaking name of the place. It's a, it's a special office and within your state, and I forgot. And not many people know about it. It's in the judges' bench book, you know, but I can't freaking find it now, man. Son of a gun. But anyway, a state legislator can arrest a judge. You know, the I, I state legislator can uh, de- uh, kick a judge right off the bench. I Who believe. Can do that? Uh, hey, I
17: I believe. No, the people don't. Ron wreck got a judge oh. thrown in jail.
4: I don't buy. I don't. I, well, it's possible. I don't know. I doubt it. But oh wait a minute, judges I, go I'm to like, jail
11: now, Joe. Judges go to jail all the time now. It's not like they can't not go to from jail. The bank. Not from the bench, Yeah, I've never oh,
4: heard
2: something
11: like I'm not, that happen. Well, I'm not, well I'm not for a ruling that's within the scope of their duties, even remotely so. No, they can't go for that. I mean, for blatantly criminal actions, yeah, they can go to jail
2: like I everybody else.
11: I wish Ron Reck was here because I'd like to hear how he did it.
4: I mean, I can't find a damn it's just I can't stand that, man, when I can't find paperwork, man.
11: Oh, that
2: burns me up. (laughs) You know, okay. Let's say,
11: Joe, 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 let's say it is proven that a judge took a bribe to get, say it was a bench trial, and you can prove that the judge took a bribe to let the defendant off. That judge, that is not within the scope of his duties, and he could be criminally charged for that official action he took that was in violation of the law, even though he did it by the bench. He violates the
4: oath of his office right. first. and then He, he violates the law. The he public. took
11: a bribe. He's a public official taking a bribe to perform his he duty. Has first, he has to first be
4: found in violation of his oath of office and removed off the bench. Then he can be brought up on criminal charges. That's so how it would happen water, to work. He wears the that, is that he, can be, he,
3: wears the costume, he wears that black costume. He can't be put on trial. Exactly.
11: Exactly. So I'm trying to well, the point is there is a mechanism, though. Well, the point is though, there is a mechanism to find him guilty of a crime when he does it uh, ostensibly within the scope of his official duties, but <laughs> he, 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 uh, he, he, he employs a crime to do it. Before we go into OT, sorry, like hold a Before we into,
4: yeah, before we go into overtime, hang on, hold that thought. I'm gonna check this. Uh, Nathan give me the phone number to call. So I'm going to try it right now. Uh, ah, damn, where's that executive order? There it is. All right, hang on. I'm going to try calling this real quick here, see what I got. I know they're not there, but I can leave a message.
2: If, if it's still good. I mean,
4: it gave me an executive order to, to complain about. But I don't think this number's any good anymore.
0: Probably too late to call. I'm sorry. But the person oh. you called has a voice mailbox that has not been set up what? yet. Thank you. <laughs> Goodbye.
4: Okay, well All right, you know, that number's no good. I thought I was I was looking for a number that they were advertising for the congressional switchboard. For the, for a certain area there. I wanna wanted, I wanna wanted make a complaint on this executive order that Nathan was telling me about. Okay guys, go carry on, I'm sorry. I always like to keep my promise, you know?
11: Yeah, well, well again, just, just so we're clear, just so, just so we're clear about this, if a judge is presiding over a bench trial, it's his duty to evaluate the arguments by counsels on both sides, evaluate the evidence, take a look at the law, then render a verdict and a sentence. That's his duty. That's within the scope of his duties. It is not within the scope of his duties, though, to do it after he gets a bribe to let somebody off the hook. So that's where you get to that. if he does something like that.
4: Do you not, sorry, you have to know chain of command and procedure. You have to know that. You're a police officer. He has to be found in violation of the oath of his office, removed from the bench. Then he can be brought up on criminal charges because he's in his official capacity when he's a judge. So he cannot be brought up on charges until he's removed. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Does it sound correct to you, Sarge? Yeah.
11: Well, in Cook County, I mean, I, in Cook County, I know of several judges who were arrested right after they stepped down from the bench. I mean, they were arrested right really? after that, at, at charge, on secret grand jury indictments. They would have a trial that day, they stepped Decret. down from the
3: bench, and they got an arrest warrant served on them. That's Decret. why, right there, you just said it, Sarge, they stepped down, so therefore they stepped away from that robe, and they ain't wearing that costume. Now they're in our jurisdiction as a civilian and can be charged. Well, I didn't mean Well, re- I didn't mean they'd
11: resign their office. They just left the bench for the day. The day's proceedings were closed, and they had left the bench. Oh. They walked off, and when they went out in the corridor, there was some jurisdiction, I, somebody from the state attorney's office or somebody from somewhere in government, serving them with a warrant, telling them they're under arrest, and they got arraigned the next day before a judge
2: they resign uh, their is, office. This is <laughs> there's, hey,
4: of uh, civil rights statutes. you got the general procedures, civil rights matters, then pre-investigation review and investigation, uh, institution of civil proceedings, authorization. Then you got litigation and trial. Then you got intervention, appeals, corporation, and private litigation standards. Uh, uh, hang on. Those don't apply there. Uh, you know, it goes down the we line. Just, said, well, this is. What's
3: that?
4: You no, know just what what? that you <laughs> Yeah, well, I'm I'm trying to read facts here, so that's what I'm saying. I can't, I you know. And, and
11: and by the way, guys, after those judges got arrested, guess what happened to them? They got impeached and they got removed from office after the arrest. Did they well, get statements of interest in district court?
4: Oh, uh, that, that, ah, that's, that's – uh, I'm trying to read that. I'm, tr- I'm trying to get to you, Get to how you get a judge. That's what I'm trying to say. But well, anyway, sure anyway pro- to get in here. Like press that. 1. Press 1 on your keypad, guys. If anybody wants to get in on a conversation, uh, you're unscreened. screen. Uh, if you want to be on screen, uh, anonymous, you they can, so just like press that's 1. That's
2: what
3: Sargent's saying. then it, That means that the, the prosecutor's office knew full aware of what the charges were going to be. And for them to act and issue that warrant, they would have had to have outstanding and overwhelming evidence to prosecute them. To you know, not hinder that case, knowing going forward, it's a it's a it's a hundred almost a check mark in the box, hundred percent that they can be found guilty of what they're thinking. I could see them being arrested like that. Now, if there's any doubt. I don't, would they do that then and put
11: themselves yeah, in overtime, guys?
3: Anybody gets kicked out, and
4: yeah, we're on overtime. So anybody who hangs up, you won't get back in. So I would stay on the line. By the way, the, remain the, remain the charge, if
11: I remember correctly, if, if if I remember correctly, the charge is aggravated criminal sexual abuse, a class X felony. They had audio and video tapes. That's so why they got really? this
2: guy. Yep. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I can't remember
11: the judge's name. I can't remember the judge's name, but it was aggravated criminal sexual abuse with a minor.
4: Wow. Wow. Well, Habeas Corpus is uh, so right here. That is cold. That
11: like, is cold. the right. He took a plea bargain. That's how guilty you are. Think about it. He took well, a habeas plea.
4: Well, corpus, Habeas Corpus is uh right here. I got the, is pretty powerful for when you're uh, restrained of your liberty, you know, uh, so that that's what you can use. That's still a tool. But some people were saying Habeas Corpus got suspended. When the hell does Habeas Corpus ever get suspended? They're full of crap. You know, anywhere in the country's history has habeas corpus ever been suspended? No, not even during the Civil War, right, Sarge?
11: Nah, no. Um, no, it was suspended. Lincoln did suspend habeas corpus during the riots in uh, I think it was Maryland or Delaware, one of the two, and uh, really? many of the people arrested. That were, yeah, their rights. That's one of the things that they accused uh, Lincoln of being a dictator about.
4: Yeah, it oh, did happen Oh, okay. Okay, all right, I got you then. All right, well, I mean, I was wrong then. I was, I all mean, wrong I was arguing often, with this guy. Though,
11: I will agree with you. It is a rare event in, in the United States history, but during the Civil War, it did happen. Also, when he arrested that uh, congressman who opposed the war, he was a copperhead. His name was uh, Blandingham, Clement Blandingham. He was denied habeas corpus. He gave an order to uh, the... Uh, Attorney General, and uh, he was denied habeas corpus. He was a congressman. Uh, well, it says here only an appellate or a superior court judge
2: look may up, issue look
11: a writ look up the case. Look up the case of Clement Blandingham. Blandingham. Is that B A N spelling on that? anyway, first name Clement with a C. Blandingham. Yeah, he was denied habeas corpus, and he got arrested by by Lincoln. Real quick, real
4: quick, I will look that up right now, but hang on, real quick. Uh, it says right here, only an appellate or a superior court judge may issue a writ of habeas corpus. Uh, corpus. District court judges do not have this authority according to, well, this is the North Carolina General North General Statute 17-6, uh, an appellate or superior court judge may also issue a writ on his or her own motion. So upon application, the judge must grant the writ without delay unless the writ is clearly prohibited. And then it's a $2,500 fine if the judge doesn't grant the writ. <laughs> Imagine trying to collect that.
11: <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm in my car right now. Uh, I'm in my car right now, Joe. But uh, like I said, if you look at that case of Clement Landingham, you will see he was denied habeas corpus. then you went to the Supreme Court, I can't remember what the disposition of it was. But they did deny him uh, habeas corpus, and also some of, the, uh, some of the some of the some of the uh, insurrectionists in Delaware and Maryland who were who were trying to prevent the movement of troops through. Yeah. I think it was Maryland, yeah. They're trying to prevent the movement of Union anybody troops. Want to join in the conversation. You know, uh, anybody, we're in border state.
4: anybody want to join the conversation? Press one on your keypad, please. You can remain anonymous if you want. Just so got to press one, so I know that you have your hand up. And I'll connect you live to the panel here tonight, and you talk about whatever you want to talk about. You know, if you got something you want to discuss, or you got a question or comment, this is open Phones on Tuesday night, so it's your show. So, all right, what was the name of that show? Uh, Case Valendingham, Valendingham,
11: Valendingham. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, is he a hard it? name to spell? A lot of, a lot of consonants in it, name yeah. like that. B A A B A L L. I think it was double L. The Landingham. And his first name was so called with a
3: seat. He served He served the yeah. Ohio's 3rd Congressional District in the House of Representatives in 1863. He was convicted by an Army court martial for publicly expressing opposition to the war and exiled to the Confederate there you go. States of America. He ran for governor in, him, huh? in 1863 from Canada, yep. where he was defeated. He died in 1871 in Lebanon after shooting himself accidentally with a pistol while representing a murder case for killing a man in a barroom brawl. Good
2: old
3: Ohio, (laughs) fucking idiot. So there you
11: go. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there you Uh, go. I mean, uh, (laughs) he was denied denied a writ of habeas corpus. Lincoln just flat out turned it down, and Lincoln got away with it. Hey, all right.
4: Listen, my main question tonight was this. How can we fix our economy in America? How can us patriots come together as a minority, the 3%, 2%? Restore our republic. These are questions that I'm trying to ask. Or so how can we do it? Like for instance, I'm getting elected here, maybe uh, to office here in North Carolina. You know, obviously I got to form a committee and 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 you know uh, to get legislation passed, sponsor legislation. You know, uh, how do we do this? How are we going to do this here? You know, across this country, or even in the states or the counties that we're in? You know, with the few numbers that we have, what voices or damage can we actually do? I know a de jour when it stands up and challenges it de facto. The de jour always wins. I know that. But go ahead.
3: You've got to establish a system judicially and lawfully that's going to uphold accountability. We, that's, and you can't go away from the narrative of what's going on now and try to fix it because what's going to happen is you're going to get put down by these same people that have done it already. So by doing that, you've got to remove – and hold accountable and show the people that, yes, it's okay to say and stand up for what is right, not what is wrong, not be a, a bum, and take back what is ours and that not, people not have to worry about that because if people are worried about fight for something, you know, to get jobs brought back here, to do the work, you've got to speak out against the people that are sending it across the river or across the pond. When you do that and you're, you're scared of it, because you're going to get put in uh, a gulag or you're going to be, uh, what I don't know, anything. You're going to just have yeah, your life out. in every way possible. You Everybody that.
4: speaks out. Everybody yeah, speaks go, out. Everybody can speak out. So we speak but out, it's but action. We what actions depression. can we take?
3: Well, the people that speak out that are really, you see what you've seen going on with the January 6th guys, that are still in jail, that you know you have the right to a speedy trial, haven't even had one. So that that's the fear factor that you've got to eliminate. Oh, the propaganda. Oh, wait a second here. What did you just say?
4: You said there's people in January sixth that have tried to file for speedy trial. Well, I'd like to get their names. I'd like to know who that is, who those are, because that's a violation of their rights.
3: Well, they're 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 held in federal. They're prisoners of war. They're held by foreign. Yeah, I know, but that's what's going on.
2: I I I don't know.
3: it's a coup. How can they be held without a trial? Yeah, Wait, but how can they be held without there. a trial? There's
4: no lawyers out there there's handling these cases. Of, What's going on?
3: There's, supposedly there's thousands of them still that are, still have not had trial. No, oh, there's
4: not thousands. There can't be thousands yes. of them. No.
3: I guarantee you if you look Hundreds. At the, hundreds. Exactly. Hundreds, hundreds, yeah. hundreds. I mean, you're hundreds, talking baby. a handful, handful of a, a, a trials you've ever seen about it. All those people there and all of them were arrested and the FBI's still on the hunt for a lot of people, you know, and they, they only have what, five or six people that they actually can put on the in the media and say, Yeah, we charge these people with this, this and this and it's basically your oath keepers, your proud boys, or whatever, the couple five or six guys, it's not the ones that are in the jail. I mean you've got a lady that was just on uh, one of the major news sources and said that her husband, because he's been incarcerated and the sheriff that was actually in charge of the jails now, that's why I was listening to this, because I'm going back to the sheriffs. Being in charge of the jails and the containment of prisoners still falls under the sheriff to mandate and take care of all prisoners through the federal system. Now, when that happens and they have a, a somebody that does something criminally wrong to one of these prisoners, the wife finds out about it. Then she approaches the other sheriffs. Now they're questioning it. They just had a 1,000 uh, i don 't know how many of them sheriffs in washington d c had a meeting, and to decide what was going to go on, how, this is gonna, how they're going to interact with the federal and how to handle this whole immigration thing. But the, the, my point is, these guys are being held in jail. Now you have somebody she's uh, released to this top in the jail that did something bad to this guy that was a prisoner she 's on uh, administrative leave. Well, why is that? well they're trying to find out. Uh, I think Josh Hawley even brought it up in one of the uh, congress- congressional hearings. He goes, I want to know why I can't get the transcripts for what's happened. It's going on with this person particularly. Let's just not talk about any other else in jail. One person we know of that's got a serious accusation about a person in that jail that's done that. And if she's on administrative leave and has a prior background to this, and this the main sheriff, the main guy says, I have to get back to you on that. They, they, they know what's going on. They're holding them. But why are the sheriffs not standing up for the damn people?
2: It's they're tough, not sheriffs.
3: You're not going to have people stand up and want to do things and try to go out of their way to, to, to want to be here to fix this economy and bring back and speak out against these people because they're going to lock you the fuck up. They're not sheriffs. Washington, D.C. D- D- Washington,
17: Washington, D- 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 does not have sheriffs.
3: No, oh, they had a meeting there. That's where they all met at. That was a problem. Why are they meeting in Washington, D.C.? Because they they're not even a fucking state as far as I'm concerned. They're their own entity, just like the Vatican in London City. They're, they're not part of the 50 states.
2: That's why I don't all know. those criminals
3: all those <laughs> politicians sit up there because they are immune to our laws. They have a whole other regimen of things that they have to answer to, and, and nobody puts, uh, applies it to them, though. That's they're on it. They're held on accountable right there. That's why. That's what the whole thing of Washington D.C. is. we well, need to put a wall up around that so all the way around Washington D.C. I need to build a wall and razor wire at the top of that and lock all them sons of bitches up and keep them there, all of them in there.
0: Well, I mean,
11: again, I don't know. Now I'm what? Go ahead.
3: I just I'm I'm baffled by the sheriff because we so many of us know. The importance of the constitutional sheriff and the powers that they carry in every state, in every city, in every community where they are a presence at. They are the ones that we would, would hope to, we could rely on, and they haven't helped out. You know, we, we talked about Sheriff Mack and all the guys and the, the big the movement he had going. I, I don't hear nothing. I haven't seen nothing in three years that this border, not, not let alone the northern border lets a 1,000 people in a day, a day. Ten thousand a day down south. Now they want to set a minimum, like Sarge said, they want to set a minimum of fourteen thousand a day or you don't get your funding. It doesn't even get voted on because they don't want that. They want it to be wide open because it all goes back to Biden signing the DNA, the Declaration of Northern America, where the Mexico, Canada and America sat down presidential I don't know if it's an executive order, however it's signed. They've got six pillars they follow. They're, the interior borders are no longer. They can go free to walk them, back and forth all you want. There's no, supposed to be no It's territory. the North American East. Union. The North American that's, Union. It's called the mean. Declaration of North America is what they signed in uh, January of
17: 2023.
3: I thought Bush did that. No, he did. See, that's what nobody heard, even heard about it. If you, if you Google that. Uh, DNA, Declaration of North America happened, I think it was January 10th or January 18th of 2023. Biden went down to Mexico with Trudeau and Martinez and the three of them, they came to uh, – there was like a half a day or whatever they talked. They signed it, and it was – they show you the six pillars, and it comes right up. that's the first thing if you get the right page, it will show you the uh, the .gov paperwork that goes through the six pillars that shows you who's responsible for holding up the security what the security entitles what the uh we can complain cave
4: we can pick out all the problems all night long i want to hear solutions you're not what going to can hear we solutions? get don't solutions don't start
3: that shit again joe you're not going to get solutions i got to get solutions you can't Dave, talk about Dave, i'm running for public office i have to work
4: on solutions
3: well then you need to i told you you want to call out you want to put yourself in a position to win a political seat Ask the sheriff that you're running against, the very person you're running against, ask him where he stands. And I'm not talking about I stand with Texas. Everybody stands with Texas. I stand for the American people. Why are you letting these other people come across our border? Because you are in violation of your sworn oath as a sheriff, as a constitutional sheriff of America, to stop it. And they haven't done it. You could put that guy that you're running against against the wall and, and, and tear his, his whole thing down and it, it, because Americans like me or people I'm sure in your county are pissed off because those people that we, they're relying on, that sheriff, isn't doing his job. And it's because he's getting a paycheck. He doesn't want to stir the pot. There isn't a sheriff out there I've seen step up and say, hey, we're taking, we're going down there, we're going to deputize a bunch of – if they wanted to, they could deputize. People don't understand hey, Wait, you know, Wait, point, wait, well, i got
4: a question for Sarge. Hang on. Sarge, can a sheriff from another county
3: deputize somewhere else? I don't know about that. But in, Sarge? Where, where they're from, where they're elected. Uh, 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 I'm sorry. Uh, look,
11: every single state has its own laws regarding that. And I'm kind of familiar with laws of, 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 uh, of Illinois. And a sheriff can only deputize so People within, but look, he can he can have volunteers from another county coming to his, in in this county. He can deputize anybody he wants once they're in this county. Yes. Yes.
4: Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. I mean, no he can deputize yeah. anybody
11: he wants. He's got the absolute authority to deputize anybody he wants who shows up in the county. Is so I so, so we got to we live on my county line. line. Well, we got to live on county line does it
3: why doesn't the Texas sheriff say, okay, to all the other sheriffs if they have a – I don't care where they have a meeting at. I don't care if they have a Zoom meeting. And he says, hey, you guys want to come down here, and you want to bring 50 people with you, 50, 100 people, however many, you come down here. I will. We'll have the – we'll do it on TV. We'll deputize you. We're going to show America that the sheriffs are saying, hey, we're going to stop this shit. We're going to stop it because that's, that's what, we're sworn to, what's what we're sworn to do. We're not sworn to just babysit criminals in jail. We're sworn to do something. And they're not doing it. And it's
11: just horrible. You know to what? I, I, wish, I wish you guys had seen some of those old movies where it was common, a lot of them old movies from the 50s and 60s, they would show the sheriff in the movies deputizing a posse of citizens from the town. They'd show yeah. up at the sheriff's office with their guns. He deputized them. It wasn't a big deal. But today, nope. that's anathema. Why? Because they say you're supposed to leave that stuff to the professional to the authority. I mean, they don't, you, they, you can't racist. just deputize a bunch of yahoos, and that's got a bad name. It used to be common. Yeah. You've got to understand. Deputizing citizens was
3: once common for sheriffs to do. Sheriffs
11: that's are right. afraid to do it nowadays, even though they've got the authority to do it.
3: That's because today's society thinks that the lawlessness is okay, and to deputize someone to put someone in jail, you're a racist or an anti-Semite, or you are just plain evil because you want to make... Things better for people, and they think that because they're evil. Your sergeant's one hundred percent right. Uh, And it wasn't a posse that went out and lynched somebody just for shits and giggles on a Friday night because that was a thing to do. They went after a criminal, just like Leo Frank. Look that name up. When this guy in Georgia, a pedophile, is convicted, and he goes to the ADL. The founding of the ADL is based on this gentleman, where he flees and goes to New York City. What does the Georgia uh, sheriff do? Puts a posse together, they ride north, and they hang him because he ran and he was being represented because he in, t- in turn blamed a black man for doing the rape and murder of this white girl, when they, and they knew it was wrong. And then the judge makes a little deal, we're going to let him go because he was tied with the ADL. And that, whole, that whole operation went on there. Leo Frank started that, and that, that posse went up there, and what they did, they found a criminal. It's no different than your U.S. Marshals. It's your violent fugitive task force that kick in doors everywhere. They're looking for criminals. They're not going out. Yeah, but they can't leave
11: their jurisdiction, though. Can they leave their jurisdiction? Hey, look, guys, 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 to give an example of what I was just speaking of, if you ever get a chance to watch, and it's a pretty decent movie, it's worth watching, came out in 1961. It's called The Ring of Fire. It stars David (laughs) Jansen. The sheriff in that, one of his deputies gets... Two of his deputies get kidnapped, and he, dep- he gets together a posse to go look for his deputies. And they don't show that the posse is a bunch of yahoos, don't know what they're doing. They show us being reasonably competent and instrumental in rescuing the deputies and the other person that got kidnapped. And, th- and that was once the way people looked at it. They looked at him as like they were silly and stupid. Yeah, they made a few jokes about it and all, but it was clear sure. that these, this deputy, this posse that the sheriff convened was competent and understood what their duties were under the law. They don't do that anymore. Today, when they show a Nazi, they show them as being a bunch of racist, redneck yahoos who just want to kill some black people or something.
3: That's with every police department in this country. It seems like that. That's what they've turned to. They think that every policeman's a goddamn uh, a murdering entity of the arm of the uh, the right wing uh, Trump supporters. God yeah. help those guys. God yeah. help anybody. That's it. I mean, there's bad cops. Don't get me wrong. There's some real pieces of shit, and I've dealt with some of them. But there are ones that are actually wholeheartedly believed like I do or you guys do, and they think that, you know what, you need to lock up criminals. And a lot of people say you can't throw everybody in jail. Well, guess what? If you've got a bunch of criminals, yes, you do. You stop building football stadiums and supporting teams, that you've got to have a stadium to make money or monetary value off the people because you want to provide more funding for the stadium instead of the jail because you got criminals. Well, yeah, but hang on, hang the on, the hang on, hang
4: on. Let's not jump we all over the place here. Hang on.
3: Hey, we got hang, on, a hang on. Hang we got on, hang on,
4: hang on. Let's educate the people. Educate the people. Let's educate the people so we don't have to build jails. Let's educate the people, you know?
3: How many of uh, you have invaders? Invaders, invaders. Well, Joe, you always talk
11: about restoring the republic. If you always talk yep. about restoring the public, and you should, and you're right to do so. But I'm just saying that once upon a time in this country, the yes. citizens were very close to the enforcement arms of their uh, governmental entities. They were very okay. close. They were part and parcel of them. Now they have been, it's like we've set aside law enforcement, judiciary, and everything else as a separate class that has uh, yes. knowledge and procedures that are amenable only to them. They're not part of yeah. the people being involved, in it, like with the posses, like with grand juries, and the like. That's, that, I, think, I think that really needs that, to be restored. Guys, that sense guys, of guys, being, having a direct involvement in the enforcement mechanisms of your government. I agree. I agree. I agree. Listen, guys,
4: quiet. I want everybody to hear this. I got, I got a couple requests for this. You guys have Thomas Paine here. I played it at the beginning of the show. Here, hang on. That
10: nation is lost. And you are allowing them to take your country away from you. Is it common sense to adore the altar of multiculturalism? Read your world history. Not one nation has survived as a multiculture. It's the uniculture that is your strength. One country, one culture, one language. Is it common sense that 84% of the people want to make English the official language of America, but your majority political party espouses insanity, ignores the people, and says no? Is it common sense that 53 countries, mostly in Africa, have declared English to be their national language, and the party who declares we will unite you says, press 2 for Spanish? Is it common sense to adopt your new national religion of diversity when the very word means disunity? We founded a country on similarities, not diversities one country, one culture, one language. You cry out for unity, but is it common sense to continue to identify yourselves by your ethnicities and not your nationalism? White hyphen America, black hyphen America, Chinese hyphen America, Hispanic hyphen American, and lesbian hyphen American, the Black Caucus, the Hispanic Caucus, the Women's Caucus. You want unity? Change your language. Isn't it time, once again, we all became just plain Americans, or is that too much common sense? Is it your new common sense now to stand up and cheer when a presidential candidate wants to hand over the health care system to that same government who has run Social Security, Medicare, Medicaid, and 12 other entitlement programs into bankruptcy? A government bureaucracy who can't run a railroad, your airports, secure your borders, or find 15 to 20 million illegal aliens. That same government that allows Islamic women to take their driver's license picture wearing a neck scarf, covering their face because it offends their belief. What's next? Right. Allowing the Ku Klux Klan wearing their hoods? Is it common sense to bankrupt the American treasury? Fighting wars for countries whose silent majority won't fight for themselves? Your debt is now $9.4 trillion. Is it common sense to continue to give away $9 billion of taxpayer money to unfriendly countries in foreign aid, including $2 billion a year to Egypt, who votes against the United States 80% of the time in the United Nations? All this while your own inner cities crumble. Forty percent of your high school graduates can only read or write at a fourth grade level. You have to import people from China and India for your high-tech industry because you haven't got enough smart people in America. And New Orleans and the flood victims of Iowa continue to be forgotten. This is madness. Lay down your misplaced global burden and rebuild America first. You can't support the world while neglecting your own country. Are you unifying the country with common sense when both of your presidential candidates cry out, we must show compassion for the 15 to 20 million invaders from south of your border, but not one word of compassion for the overburdened American taxpayer who is forced to subsidize the invaders by paying over $250 billion of their hard-earned money to establish America as the welfare department of a failed, corrupt foreign country? Are you unifying your country with common sense by sending out your utility bills and your social security checks in Spanish? Legal and illegal immigrants have no incentive to learn your unifying language because you make it easy for them not to assimilate. How many of you write in big letters across that bill, English only please, and send it back? Stop bending over backwards to accommodate every other culture but your own. Is it common sense to allow your activist judges to ignore your history, your culture, your declaration of independence, and every other founding document to remove God from public life? And endowed by their creator with certain inalienable rights, their creator. Not the ACLU, not the will of the atheists, or the anti-Americans that sit on the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals in San Francisco. Separation of church and state, yes. Separation of God from public life, never intended by your founding fathers. Is it common sense that the very political party who claims to be the party of the people and shouts, we will bring change, consistently stops all common sense legislation to secure your borders, establish workplace verification, and stop taxpayer money for illegals? They call themselves progressive global thinkers. We had another word for them in 1776. We called them traitors. This happened all once before. 232 years ago, it led to revolution and thousands of dead in the streets. It will happen again unless you take back America now. Join the grassroots movement of the second American revolution, not of guns and violence, but pressure, pressure, pressure on your non-representing representatives who created these problems in the first place. This is the most important phone number in your democracy, the congressional switchboard. Pick up your phone every day, every hour, if need be, and call your representatives and tell them in no uncertain language to listen to the silent majority or else be thrown out on their hindquarters. It's toll-free, and your taxes pay for it. Would you stand by and watch your family perish when you have the power to save them? Of course not. Then why are you doing that to your own country? one 340 9281 Perhaps you allow all this destructive, uncommon sense out of a distorted notion of tolerance. Remember what Aristotle said, tolerance is the last virtue of a dying society. You are tolerating the behavior that is destroying you. This wine was once rich, highly desired, and admired. But when you dilute it with enough water, it stops being anything. Take back America now. Choose to be part of the second American revolution. Pressure, pressure, pressure. No presidential candidate, no political party can save you now. Only an aroused citizenry will turn this uncommon sense around. And he or she who does nothing now is helping them to destroy America. My name is Thomas Paine, and I approve of this message. All right. Thomas you Payne, ought to
3: that son of a bitch for your political ad. That is the best thing I've ever heard. Period. Every human being here hears that in America and has the problem or discrepancy with that needs ejected. Period.
2: Yeah. Well, I don't think I can play six minutes. I can't believe that.
4: You like that, (laughs) Sarge? How long ago
11: did you do that?
4: (laughs) <laughs> no I don't know It's a while ago most
11: definitely yeah. most definitely like I said, man, you like it right now there's right now there's one, two, three four there's six states that have citizens' grand jury initiatives. They can do it with a petition, any petition or grand jury exists. they got various formulas for determining how it's to be uh, uh, um, initiated, but there're the, the only six states that have it. Every state needs to have some form of citizen initiated grand jury with the authority to indict every state needs to have that That's now, right. yeah they need to make I, it yeah. they need to make it fairly rigorous so they don't get get a bunch of cranks uh, clogging up the court system with ridiculous nonsense but a system yeah that my peanut butter you
4: know tap cool, you know?
11: yeah mm-hmm. but, but, but all you need is a system that fairly reflects the will of the people to have things that concern them investigated and or prosecuted and I think every state needs to have a citizen's grand jury.
4: Well, I'll propose it for North Carolina. I'll tell you what, when I get elected, that's a good idea because there has to be a citizenry uh, oversight somehow, you know. Uh, I mean, not appointed by governors, not appointed by anybody, uh, you know, something that's a volunteer, but it has to be a revolve, too. They can't stay there forever, you know. District attorneys always, state you know? attorneys yeah.
11: is the way it usually happens by yeah. some district attorney or state attorney.
4: Bad, and yes, yeah, they paid off.
2: They need to yeah, have the citizens given.
11: need to have that right, too.
2: Exactly, and like I said, exactly. Make no, it
11: reasonably no. rigorous so you don't get a lot of crank complaints. But have something so a lot of people have to say and who gets indicted in their state. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. Do you
4: remember What's Charles? your plan to Yo? stop the CCP from purchasing land, especially near military bases? Uh, we'll obviously create legislation that prevents any type of foreign entity or people from buy- purchasing land in my state. That's a very simple right. one there, Sally. <laughs> you know? Hey,
2: you remember, if you're
4: not uh, from here, you don't buy. You don't get land. Um,
3: Yo, do uh, She's got a couple Charles, questions call in here. In? Do you remember Charles? that used to call into the National Militia thing. She, The the, the Uh, the guy that stuttered. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, I remember him, yeah. I came across one of his bit shoot videos about two months ago, and I can't find it again. You need to talk to him. Mike? Yeah, I don't get along with him, though. Who? Charles?
4: Yeah, don't you remember? I think if we're talking about the same guy, I don't think I get along with that guy. Remember? He was the homeless guy. Was it a homeless guy? I don't know. Yeah, he was a homeless guy, but
3: here's the thing. He is... I I don't know. Uh, I remember from back when we were talking about this, uh, everything Thomas Paine just said. Charles, I swear to God, I, I had a, it was like an epiphany just now where I thought I was listening to Charles again, talk to us over yeah. the uh, COVID during that time because he, and just like Sarge said, he was one that was trying to form. That group where you could actually – his main thing was you've got to get the people. You have to, have to have the certain numbers, and you have certain people that do certain things. And you, it, once you follow that process, you think the ball starts rolling because then yeah. you can oh, go and to the, the courthouse. The and they, I mean that's what really and that's, that's huge. Well, that's the plan, but you've got to yeah. have an
4: Article Three court. Also too. you can you' to have a common law court. We don't have any common law, law court. Yeah. You know?
3: You, talk, you always talk so,
4: about... Anyway, guys, we're getting ready to wrap it up. So let's get the last word in here, the last word. Anybody wants to come, queue in and get a last comment, and you can now, do it now. Press 1. So I'll go down the line here. Uh, Tave, you go first, and I'll let Sarge, and then the Boyd uh, there. Go ahead there, uh, Tave, you go first. Last words for tonight.
3: America needs to wake up and understand that we're no longer America. Every day that passes, every minute that passes, the invasion that's taking place... Because the political people that are in office in this coup that has taken over this country, it's not just an American coup. It's happened all over the world. If you look at every other country, they have fallen, Europe, Australia. I mean it's it's an ongoing process by the same group of people. We're just the last stop because the Americans have guns. Now, when you have to address that situation and the people that are running this coup, I look to my sheriffs, I look to my military, and I've said it from day one. When you are not held accountable for the crimes that you commit at any level, it goes from the smallest misdemeanor to the highest court – the treason that you would commit. You have to be held accountable in order for us to change and to move forward economically, politically, and morally as a human race in this country with what we believed in and what this country was founded on. These people have got to be held accountable, and it has to start there because without accountability, you can't have laws with people that are just lawless. I yield. Boyd, you go for it. next. Boyd,
17: I don't think I could say anything more than what Dave did. I mean, it's like, uh, you know, when the first politician does the perp walk, things would come around.
11: Yep. Okay, all right All right, Sarge All right, thanks, Boyd Sarge Yeah, I think people are beginning to, to wake up to the fact That we've given up much of our liberty And our uh, ability to self-govern To a professional class That has anything but our best interests at heart The people of the United States Are going to have to start reclaiming that right because they had it and it was intended for them to have, and we better do it soon before they take away our ability to do it peacefully. And that's what I hope this election will lead to uh, a beginning of the restoration of.
0: Amen
4: to that. Amen to that. Well, anyway, uh, so everybody's heard me talking up tonight, but uh, anyway, from North Carolina in my district or in the state of North Carolina, grassroots candidates, please research your candidates. And if they're not talking about restoring the Constitution and restoring the Republics, then just please, they're rhinos. Don't even waste your time on them. And anybody who's going to spend a million dollars on a job that only pays $175,000 a year, common sense, ding, the light bulb's got to go on there, you know? So <laughs> just, do your own, just do your research, do your due diligence, and uh, go with your conscience. And if you're searching for the truth, you're bound to find the truth. So... Uh, all I can say is God bless the Republic. And uh, guys, I'll see you next Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. God Come bless on. everybody. Take right. care. Peace, Peace.
2: Yeah.
15: Fighting soldiers from the sky. Fearless men who jump and die. Men who mean just what they say. The brave men of the Green Beret, silver wings upon their chest, these are men, America's best, one hundred men will test today, but only three when the Green Beret. Trained to live Off nature's land Trained in combat Hand to hand Men who fight
2: By night and day Courage take From the green beret Silver wings Upon their chest
15: These are men America's best 100 men will test today, but only
2: free when the Green
15: Beret. Dr. on a young white waits. Her Green Beret has met his fate. He has died. For those
2: oppressed
15: Leaving for This last request Put silver wings On my son's chest Make him one Of America's best He'll be a man They'll test one day Have him win
2: We've